The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Well, hello again. Hi, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for downloading this uh, episode of The Gutter Skypes. This is episode 40. Not a lot for me to say at the beginning here because I'm not going to let myself. We're going to get right into it because, wow, this is a long one, but it's a good one. What happens here? We get a lot of email and forum posts read for uh, for the first hour. And if um, if anybody's worried about not hearing theirs... Well, a lot, a lot of posts and a lot of emails could very well have come in after this session was recorded. So, uh, rest assured, if that happened, then uh, you're going to be read. Um, and there is that. So, what do we do? Yes, we do that. We read uh, a lot of buildup of feedback over the holidays, and after that, we create for a Spirit of the Century game. We create the character of. Trixie Trueheart, Nikki's character for uh, the upcoming Satsi game that Blind Geek is going to be running. All right, that was it. That's what's going to happen. Now you know, and I've said so, and I'm going to shut up now. Here we go. Let's get into it. Feeling better? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I must have sounded like a freaking zombie last time. Oh, uh, you can, were like I said. You were sounding pretty rough. It was, uh, um, yeah. That, that was just I. I didn't see it happening at all. Mm-hmm. Tonight, I just have um, I just have sleigh ride playing in my head over and over and over again. <laughs> Maybe particularly the part where they keep whipping the horses, and I think to myself, how can this be a cheery holiday song with a horse being beaten in it? <laughs> I know oh, I missed mean. something. <laughs> sleigh ride, <laughs> the Christmas song, sleigh ride. Ah, I see. So you you, th- you think they meant more than encouragement? Well, it's it's just like I'm thinking to myself, yeah, there's something real Courier and Ives about the whole thing. Yeah, the I snow-covered know. countryside and the quaint <laughs> houses and the mufflers and the long dresses and the coats and the blankets and the whatever. And then mm-hmm. it's like. Whoosh, and it ends with a horse neighing or something like that. It's like, you're torturing an animal. That's all the song's about. That's all it's about. For your own pleasure. <laughs> On the other hand, at, at work today, we had the combination of senior day plus a, it's going to like snow big time tomorrow. So we had that crowd in. Oh, God. So, <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm feeling less like, like sleigh ride and more like, Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> the night the reindeer died. Yeah, whatever. Grandma got run over by a reindeer? Yeah, that kind of thing. Mm. Oh. It's the year Santa went crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep. You guys supposed to get incredible amounts of snow or something? Or just... Like... Uh, uh, we're supposed to get, like, 
uh, two to four inches oh, is what enough. the of, official NOAA word is. Hmm. We're, 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 we're due for very cold weather ourselves. Um, I think they said another, yeah, another freeze tonight. Tomorrow it's not supposed to freeze, but then it's supposed to freeze every night until next Tuesday, which is a long, wow. free, long spell for here. So they got to get those smoke pots yeah. out into the orchards, yes? Uh, the smoke pots, the blankets, whatever they can. Um, what was it? They had the, the orange bowl down in Miami last night. I think they said it was um, like in the high 30s. No. In wow. Miami. All right, that's freaking weird. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> I'm thinking cold in Florida is like 50 degrees. <laughs> well, for that far south it is. We, we we do get freezes here, but to get them more than three days in a row is unusual. That's bizarre. Well, I've, I've seen it snow in North Florida, you know. But, you know, if if you want to call it, well, little flurries. Hello. Huh. Hello. Hey. I, I am the late one. Yes, I know. Eh. What is this thing? I was, yeah. doing the, I was being domestic. I was switching laundry over. It, it's better to be late here than early elsewhere. <laughs> How's that for Zen stun? There you go. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. Exactly. That's why it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Next time you, next time we play S7S, you'll have to remember that for um, for for um, part. Yeah, I'll, I'll just have to assemble a whole list of aphorisms. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I said, well, Nikki's not here yet, so at least I know I'm not the latest. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As a very, very great man once said, no matter where you go, there you are. Uh, I like that one. <laughs> Who remembers the, the Hunt for Red October Russian for something that ends in buckaroo? I, I don't remember, but I can dig the, the book out eventually. <laughs> See if I can find it. <laughs> There's probably a soundbite on YouTube or something. Oh, I'm sure. We get Slakaroo. That movie is so kick-ass. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Best of the Jack Ryan movies by far, in my opinion. Did they get a sudden influx of, like, all specialized character actor Russian actors for, I think, no, that wasn't, God. When was Hunt for Red October? Did that come out roughly the same time as? That uh, was about. Eighty-nine, ninety, somewhere in there. Okay, because I keep I keep plugging actors into that that I I switch off in my mind uh, with 2010 year we make contact. Hmm. All those guys on the Russian well, ship. Mm-hmm. Of of course, one of those those Russians was played by uh, Helen Mirren. So. Hmm. <laughs> and another one by Tim Curry. Yep. Mm. Uh, yeah, that was on. Um, yeah, that was on Hunt for Red October. He, he oh, was played oh, by, by, by like Tim Curry, um, Sean Connery, and Sam Neill. Yeah, that's right. Okay. It was great. <sighs> I would like to have seen Montana. <laughs> yeah, but the, the funny thing is, in the book, his character lives. In the Go book, figure. his character lives? Yes. Why would they do that to him in the movie? What a scumbag thing to do. I think no, you were really rooting for him, weren't you? There's a dolphin. She replaced the galaxy with a dolphin. It's because there was a discussion about dolphins the other day. Uh-huh. 
wait, wait. I'm yeah. having to fix the thingy. Sorry. Okay, no worries. We were talking about Hunt for Red October. We're all right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't join in there. Oh, wait. It's all, this is coming through the headset, right? Am I cyborgy? A little. You don't sound cyborgy to me, but are no. you? I don't know. No, it is. I am. No. I'm an no, I'm an I'm an I'm sorry I'm late. A thousand apologies. Well, it's not it's it I'll be late on occasion. Too. Oh, you will not. I'm the only one who's ever late and it's irritating. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. You have guilt in a cage that you have to feed every once in a while. It's all mine. Sorry. I'm responsible for everything after World War II. I thought we discussed this. I'm sorry. It's all I my fault. What are you, the, the scapegoat of the epic? <laughs> <laughs> Why do I have written down on my little notebook here, and I think it has something to do with uh, that night that I signed on and um, some kind of weird zombie, tired, dead voice was talking to you guys, uh, <laughs> i.e., last time, uh, last time we... we uh, it says in parentheses here, feeding on a whale. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> the, um, the mishearing of the lyrics uh, where, where, where I work they, during the holidays, which is from a, about two weeks before Thanksgiving on through Christmas itself. They play Christmas songs constantly, and mm. there's this one called uh, uh, Up on Santa Claus Mountain. Mm-hmm. And oh, one of the last? chorus lines for that. <laughs> I yeah. sing that one all the time. One of the chorus, <laughs> you know, one of the chorus lines for that one is, "Then we'll walk together up a winding trail. There we'll see old Santa Claus reading all his mail." The first time I heard that song, I misheard <laughs> "reading all his mail" as eating on a whale, and I just had this image of. <laughs> and it made such sense to you, didn't it? You're like, yes. A, the North Pole. a bloody mouth stand up, you know, with with this orca in his in his claws and hey, chowing down on the fin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Merry Christmas, <laughs> red and tooth and oh, oh, oh. wow. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's about. It all makes sense now, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, so, okay, so, well, there he was. He was reading all, reading all his mail. Um, and feeding all his whale. Chopping on a whale. And chopping on a whale, and, yeah, and brushing out his tail. Um, <laughs> Training up the snails? No, 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 no. Uh, pl- uh, yeah, planning a spring sale. <laughs> Might as well. How was everybody's holiday? It was awesome. Good. Oh. Holidays were good. Yeah. Fine. I I survived. Survival is good. I survived the holidays. <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> Always a plus. Yeah. Yes. Beats the alternative. Yeah. <laughs> They're just not. Uh, November and December, December in particular, in particular, is very unkind to me, and always has been for some reason. I don't know why that is. Usually, but, I like it a lot. But yeah, I used to. This year was kind of. Uh, On the other hand, this will all make you chuckle. <laughs> On 
Christmas Day, I attempted to, you know, invoke the spirit of my grandmother who departed this planet in August. And, like, she had this tradition of she'd get a bayberry candle and you had to burn it from start to finish and poof, you would have good luck all the year. I said, great, here's this bayberry candle I bought two years ago, forgot all about, fired that sucker up. So I stuck it in a bowl, threw it on the table, told my dad, look, dad, here, we're going to have this candle. Okay. And about 15 minutes later, I look over and there's flame shooting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Not it. My beloved parental unit had taken a piece of wrapping paper and just flung it on the table. It just happened to be a candle. Ah. <laughs> ah. But uh, the truth is, is that we didn't set the house on fire. So see, it is a good year. <laughs> yeah. The candle brought you good luck. Yeah. <laughs> In a sooty, thank mm-hmm. God we didn't burn the house to a cinder sort of way. It was pretty yeah. amazing. Well, you take the good luck where you can get it by cracking. And actually, it kind of really was a fitting tribute to my grandmother. It really, really was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Did she almost so burn down the house on holiday sometimes? <laughs> it's just the sort of thing she would have really enjoyed, I think. <laughs> good. Either that or it wasn't a regulation Bayberry candle. Yeah, it oh, might have God. actually not been. <laughs> anyway, so that was funny. And I have not forgotten, I have been thinking long and hard about my amazing castle. Has anybody else seen that yet, or is it a surprise? The, uh, the solid symbols thing. Uh, one, of the, one, of the reasons it did, one of the recent additions, it was it's supposed fantastic. to... It, it, it can take a picture on, on the uh, inside. But it's the most beautiful little castle and a tree, and it's so, so swell. The, the, the picture flatters it. Don't, no. It's <laughs> don't cut that part out. It's beautiful. Run. Okay. Don't walk the solid symbols and look at this and get a few fistful of them because they're so cool. The castle with the tree thingy. Object to art. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you again to Mr. K for, uh, for the solid symbols promo spot. Um, okay. At, uh, and, and that was included in your recent fiction, the recent short fiction that you had posted in the Mark Kinney Fiction feed. Excellent. Oops. All right. Oh, uh, what the hell? We got mail. Has everybody got, got mail, mail up in front of them? We got a lot. <laughs> Scats. We, yeah, and uh, I think there's even an iTunes review that we haven't read yet, so I'll, I'll probably tackle that. Well, why, how I, I'll start while we'll people be- get... I'm Before sorry. we get to that, I have a, a proposal which is probably going to piss some of you off or potentially could. I'm not eating well. But I'm not. I don't care because most people are too polite this. to say anything if it does, so I'll never know. <laughs> no, Forget it. That sucks. Don't even I, mention it. <laughs> that already upsets me. <laughs> are you insane? <laughs> well, here, here's, here's, my, here's my thing. And this is... It's probably... We have the choice. We still haven't nailed down what character Nikki's playing because she and I were discussing it. And as you may or may not know about me, if you didn't before, you will now. I tend to have the germ of an adventure idea up until about two or three hours before the game, and all of a sudden, creative muse sits on my shoulder, and says, "Here you go," and that happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the problem is, if I go with what my muse had said to do, then if you play the character that was pre-generated, it's basically going to be an info dump. Here, here's what you need to tell the characters. 
before you actually did. And I thought, that's just dumb. And your your reporter character would fit quite nicely in with what is involved. So what I propose is... Ah, I'm not done with her yet. Well, that's what I'm proposing. We all had... It was a group effort when we created our characters. And I think it's kind of... It's, kind of a, it's not really fair that she's being asked to do that. I mean, even with... With you helping her, I'm not, I'm not discounting that, Tannen, but we all had each other to springboard off of and to bounce things off of and everything. So I'm thinking, after we're done with the email, I would like for us to help her with her character. And then if we have time after that, we will start. If not, and I have a feeling we'll have time because how long you can You just it? don't want to figure out how to have half a twin. <laughs> No, I know exactly how to have half a twin. That's what the real problem is. No, that's actually that's actually not been a problem. It's just like I said, if I if we go that route, then there's like then I have to figure out how to make it so that it works without her having a big big Here you go. Here's so here's why I'm here and here's what what we're you know, it just be Well, I I so long as it doesn't involve uh, uh, um, as I said, eating oil. And uh, listen, I am sitting back and and listening in on most of this tonight because this is a game you guys know, and I do not. And I well, in this particular I'm gonna, case, I'm just going to be running a few bars behind and learning the ropes. All right. Yeah. So don't worry about right, me. You'll be right where I where I was, and and uh, anybody else that didn't play it uh, uh, when we started with um. What the hell with the, the Scapa, <laughs> with the Scapaflow adventure that Mark ran the very first yeah. one? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, I think I think having a mostly male and character creation uh, session is probably a good idea. I like the idea of uh, helping helping build Trixie True Heart. Yeah, yeah, it was just bugging me. The more I thought about it, I was like, you know, it's just. Eh, I mean, we could do it the other way, but that I love the group character generation dynamic of Satsi and the fact that. But haven't so, you guys been waiting for a long time to actually start this game? Not that I don't want the help. Don't take it that way. But I'm I'm arguing the other side just so that you guys can actually play. You've had to tread water for a while now, right? Well, ah. remember? <laughs> no, no, no. It's not like no. we're not going to get to it. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> as it is, the Christmas aspect is... is uh, being kind of toned down anyway because I'm just you know it's so it's past the holiday so I'm kind of not in that Christmas zone. There still be a little bit of it in there. Well, but actually, t- technically today is a- Epiphany. That's true. I just discovered that because uh, <laughs> is that when you one of the, the T-Mobile call centers was closed in Puerto Rico as a result of that, and my wife was like, what is Epiphany Day? I think I'm having an epiphany about Epiphany Day. Plus, if you have a real hard time getting into the Christmas spirit, just picture the bloody mouth of Santa, and you'll be all set. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Particularly after the kind of day that Mr. K has had. So, <laughs> Yay. Let's, uh, yeah, I, I like that. I like that idea. Let's Let's... Yeah. What the, yeah. Uh, the whole novel Definitely. thing, the history, the the aspects. Sure. Also, and we I think certainly Mark never probably... steer you wrong, would we? No. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I figure Mark probably has a perfect cliffhanger, but it has to happen 15 minutes in, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no such luck, actually. I... <laughs> but yeah, so if anyone is, is under their breath muttering, curse you blind geek, I, I apologize. I just... <laughs> Oh, I just, 
All right. Well, yeah. Let's do that then. I like the that. Irony, That's fine. The, the irony is there have been a couple times, particularly during Hollow Earth, when uh, I actually was kind of half-heartedly finding because I was nervous because of the whole, mainly because of the pre-gen scenario and everything, which I've already resol resolved. I'm never doing that that way again. Um, which has nothing to do with the scenario. It has to do with me, my GMing style. But anyway, but I was trying to find ways of, can we not start right away? And this is not one of those times, but I just find it funny that uh, there were a couple. But no, this is on the straight up. I just, I think... Don't need a little more time to work on your plans? No, nope, actually I do not. <laughs> I am no no wine well serve before it's time. All right. Whatever y'all want to do. That's fine. Sorry I'm not playing, guys. Oh, yeah, Mrs. Blind Geek says, sorry I'm not playing, guys. She's got... Yeah, uh, you weenie, get in there and stick on a headset. Or take his. She's got class <laughs> in about... She's got class right around the middle of our game session time, so... Oh. We didn't know for sure whether she'd be taking that class until, and I, is it <laughs> stupidly, I said, you should take that class because it'll really come in, it's a stress management class, and I said, <laughs> it'll come in handy. Then I find out it's the class that co conflicts with the gutter skypes. Ha ha ha, she boiled <laughs> me again. <laughs> oh, well. Well, didn't, didn't she used to have to go to work during this time? Yeah. So it's... Any little you know, thing she can thing do to escape else. playing. Yeah, pretty much. Well, for a while she wasn't, but we didn't really, you know, didn't. I didn't want to put her into the middle of this S7S thing, and this just seemed like a perfect opportunity, and then this stupid class thing came up, so... Well, oh. Valentine's Day is coming. It's the perfect time to order her some sparkly dice and a Viking helmet. That's right. Ooh, Ooh sounds nice. <laughs> do I know presents, or do I know presents? I just have to make sure they're purple dice. They're sparkly purple dice. She loves purple. And a Viking helmet works for everyone. <laughs> you can dress it up. You can dress it down. <laughs> perfect you can for day tinsel from the horn. Event. <laughs> a perfect transition point into one of the emails or whatever that we have. Actually, yeah. Well, you know what? That that is a good segue. <laughs> Speaking of helmets, it was a. Yeah, let's. Uh, speak, speak, speaking of helmets, um, there's a oh, forum helmet. post. There's a forum post from Ben Balestra that Mr. Mr. Kenny Mr. Kenny is going to read. Uh, here we go. Mm -hmm. All right, he says, I was listening to Gutter Skypes today, and I wanted to say that yes, I listened to Cartoon Action Hour episodes. I have actually really enjoyed them. I was a big fan of many cartoons from the 1970s and 1980s. I have laughed many times during the shows. I do have one comment about one of the early episodes. When they got the helmet and already had the spear, someone made a comment about it being a magic helmet, but no one made the spear and magic helmet. Grin, uh, that's right, this is a forum post where it has the like, smiley face there where it says, Grin, yes. Um, the, the spear and magic helmet joke from the old Booney Tune. In the same episode... Adam made a comment about using the shield to reflect sunlight in the cave and then started to, to say where he was going to put the helmet. In my head, I heard where the, where the sun now shines. Cheesy, but you did not make the, the joke. Ben Balestra. <laughs> How did you miss those two? So, 
I've never seen the Spear and Helmet Looney Tunes You've thing. You've never heard so. that one where they do the opera? Oh, they do the, Wagner, it, the Wagnerian opera? It's What's I've, Opera, Doctor. Uh, yeah. Oh, I've heard that on a... Yeah, it's totally done like a big... I don't remember that part. Wagner opera. <laughs> yes. Magic Helmet. And I'll give you a sample. We're not dropping that. <laughs> Yeah, that was my first in- introduction to to Ride of the Valkyries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sick on a seesaw, sick on a seesaw. <laughs> I don't know how we missed that, actually. that That is really pretty glaringly obvious. Yeah, I would think out of the three of us, one of us would have come up with it. If, if, so, I don't know. It's almost as if, well, hell. The, the cartoon action hours were just a... Uh, they were just a bubbling, boiling cauldron of puns waiting to happen. <laughs> a, 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 a wild and wacky bouncing cage of puns that were trying to escape everywhere they possibly could. Yep. So You couldn't um, hit every single one. That's right. I guess so. <laughs> the rest God, we, tried. We, we, we tried. We gave you it our best. You have to save some for next time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there will be a next time. I want to run that myself, having played it once... Mm. I think it'd be fun to uh, to run. Cartoon action hour, excellent. Well, at, at see, you were worried about people not listening to it, and, um, and uh, people are indeed. And Ben Ballester is one of them. Thank you very much, Ben, for the for the. Yeah, thanks movie. very much, because I was wondering for a while there. Oh, is there? Do you have an episode that has yet to be posted from uh, there? Number six. That's going to be put. Uh, number six going to be put into the feed tomorrow. I'm, the holidays threw me completely off schedule. That's okay. They threw me off too. I have an M force that isn't being edited that should be. I've got. A, more CAH that isn't being edited than it should be, although I rationalize that by saying, well, he hasn't posted the last one anyway, so I don't have to start editing yet, do I? <laughs> there. The See, M-Force, I did it for you. That's right. You did it for me, and I appreciate But the M-Force, uh, I have no excuse on other than just holidays and being a lazy bastard. Right. Well, there's another cartoon action hour due out. Uh, well, hell, by the time this posts, that one will have already posted. So <laughs> this is old news for folks. Um, I'm on a cruise next week, so I may not get much editing done for the next couple of weeks. So people who are waiting for the next M Force, I will try to get it in before. Oh. I'll try to get it to uh, Anna before. Oh, cruise. Yeah, well, yeah. Nice <laughs> to you. Hence the picture of the dolphin, because we were talking about swimming with dolphins. And hey, see, I, I see. Okay, I'm gonna qu- uh, quick read the. Uh, I'm gonna quick read a five star iTunes review from Thanks. a screen snap that I took a bit because they don't let you cut and paste. I don't know why. Uh, and then after that, we'll have a forum entry from BizLab. Nikki, you said you wanted that one. I want BizLab, please. Okay. All right. Let me get to this uh, real quick. Oops, that's the wrong tab over. Here we go. And this is a five-star review from OXCC. And it was December 19th, and it's 2009. It was uh, last year. Wow, long, long ago. Last year. Here we go. <laughs> As a longtime fan of both IDD, FOS, and the Gutter Skypes, I found the Gutter Skypes to be a welcome addition to my podcast lineup. While on my morning commutes to work in San in uh, San Francisco's lovely subway system, I find the gutter skypes to provide more interesting listening material uh, than the nice homeless fellow puking in the gutter. Uh, 
<laughs> I should hope so. <laughs> Look what we beat out. <laughs> we beat out the sound of a guy. Okay. Well, wow. In uh, PC, next game I. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry. Go on. Uh, he says uh, he goes on to say, "Okay, perhaps that comparison was skewed." <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I hope it was in our favor. All right. He, he continues, Seriously, though, the gutter Skypes are an entertaining collection of folks who know how to have fun and in an infectious manner. Not the sexually transmitted disease good time infectious, but the two to three hour good time infectious kind. <laughs> Keep it up. Wow. <laughs> Keep it up, guys. I await every episode with Baited Podcatcher. Uh, it's a five-star review, and thank you very much for posting it. It's got a kind yeah. of odd... Uh, Odd overall feel to it. <laughs> it's kind of like a. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think um, you should wash your hands. Yeah, it's yeah. Got a kind of a guy, uh, Geiger, HR Geiger sheen to it. <laughs> if you oh, know wow. what I'm talking about. But it's uh, it's positive. He's enjoying it. He likes it, and that's what counts. And I think he yeah. took gutter, took the gutter of the gutter skypes to a whole. There we go. Too literally. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, that's a, you know, hey, we're keeping somebody entertained while they're riding the San Francisco subway system, and um, uh, I don't know. That's enough for me. That's good. Tom Foolery of the highest caliber. Excellent. All right. And five stars. See, that probably didn't hurt at all for him to post that. Anybody else that wants to go onto iTunes and post a review, uh, please do so. There's another email indicating that we got another uh uh, iTunes review, and I don't know if it's this one because something weird is happening. I go to iTunes. It says we've got six. Uh, it says we've got seven reviews, and I can only count six, and I can't find the seventh. Maybe it's my version. Is of Is there iTunes. another page? I looked. I tried to find, you know, next arrow over or whatever, but I can't seem to. Uh, I even sorted them in in order of entry and. Most recent, that kind of thing, and it's uh, this. Do they, list do they the remove things and and somehow leave the um, the number intact? I don't know. That's possible too. Somebody might have taken their own review down, if that's possible. Well, anyway, thank you. <laughs> oh, F- them off. CC. That's possible. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that's possible. not. We're sorry. We're sorry. Whatever we did, if we did something wrong. We're sorry. Hey. All right. Okay. I'm going to bring it up on 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 mine and and let's see if I can find it while we're going through the others. Oh, cool! Yeah, that maybe the most recently aired was September. The I'm sorry, what? I think the most recent one that we read before this one was September. Yeah, probably. Wow. So if there's any since then, they're Hmm. new to the listeners. Okay. And they're new to me. There was one once upon a time for PF Designer, which turned out to be Pat. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I thought that was pretty. PFM design. PFM, sorry, PFM design. Sorry, Pat. <laughs> okay, uh, Nikki, you have the next forum entry. I do. How bra? Um. <laughs> uh, well, not there. I don't. Um. Everything. I'm sorry. You should I'm be sorry. right after Ben Balestra. I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I have the. <laughs> I have the. There, there it is. No, I had the wrong stupid page. I couldn't find a page. I couldn't find a page. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cut that out, would you please? Forum entry from BizLab. <laughs> it <Sorry>. starts. <laughs> Mittens, no! 
<laughs> Glad to see the little guy pulled through in your last S7S's game. That was a truly satisfied ending, and as always, your group was a fun and entertaining way to break up the monotony of a long commute. Hurrah to the gutter Skypes! Thank you. <laughs> thank you, BizLab. Thank yeah, you. Thank so you. Mittens thanks you, too. Mm. And you your watch. That was an awesome uh, game all around. It was an experience. <laughs> well, that's like when I say something is interesting. It has so many... Interesting as in Chinese interesting times, eh? <laughs> yes. Okay. As far as the uh, review stuff go, I'm showing six reviews and seven ratings. So oh. we've had seven people rate us, but we've only had six of them actually post a review. So... So we are all square as far as that goes. Oh, okay. Well, th thank you. Thank you for checking that. And mm -hmm. thank you, every single no one of you that posted a review, and the rest of you that haven't, but it, um, um, but haven't had the time, hey, find the, find the time. Send us a, an iTunes review. Um, you'll be glad you did, because we'll read it out loud and stuff. Um, all right, excellent. Yes, Mittens did survive, and... Uh, and and uh, it made BizLab happy. And me too. I bet it made you happy too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> me too. <laughs> okay. A Facebook comment from Kevin Carter. Who's up next? Um, is that me? Yeah, I think Eric said he wanted to read that one. Yep, Kevin Carter says, "I just the hell was wow. I heard, heard a little chime thing. Let's try that again, shall we?" Kevin Carter says. I just wanted to take the time to tell you how much I enjoy the show. Your podcast is RPG Ear Candy. <laughs> yes, we are the Birdie Bots Every Flavored Beans Earwax of role-playing. <laughs> That's... Wow. That's an accomplishment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he says, uh, okay, that was a bit gross, but it's the truth. <laughs> Well, thank you. I uh, thank you very uh, very much. That's that's uh, we don't really know where to go from there. <laughs> Still appreciated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it makes me want to get some jelly bellies, which I don't know whether that disturbs me more or yeah. And a hush fell over the... Yeah, where'd everybody go? Oh, oh you just got very quiet. It was like, had to look at the yeah. pictures to see if you That's... had vanished. That's our rapt concentration face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's because Adam hit his mute button uh, again. Oh, maybe he did. <laughs> everybody take a drink. <laughs> everybody take a drink. Okay, sorry. Uh... I, I noticed that when Adam does it, there's no snarky comments like, huh, must have hit his mute button because he'd never stay quiet that long otherwise. It's implied. She says. It's implied. In a bitter tone of voice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was awfully down. How do you think we knew he hit his mute button? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. All right. Uh, so yes, that was um, that we're we're ear candy. We're RPG ear candy. So everyone, uh, well, at least so Kevin Carter says. Yeah. And he knows. 
That's right. Right. And no one is half the battle. It was a bit gross, but it's the truth, and <laughs> we seem to be <laughs> seem to be following a theme here. Yep. Gross truth. <laughs> all right. But candy all the same, so. <laughs> it's the um, net truth you got to watch out for. I'm confused here because I just scrolled and I didn't mean to scroll. Ah, good. Email. An email! This is not Where? a horror entry, but an email. It is from Dickie the Stealth Geek. Uh, um, Andres, did you want to read... Uh, did you have a favorite that you wanted to read? or, or is I, I didn't have a favorite, but that one's actually addressed to you. Oh, all right. All right, I'll read this one. Email from Dickie the Stealth Geek. Hey, Adam. Dickie here from my new shiny Gmail address. Just wanted to... Oh, I won't tell anyone. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe I'll just cut that. I would totally look that. It never occurred to me. I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. My new shiny... I'm not going to... Well, uh... He doesn't say what his Gmail address actually is. That's so true. I think yeah, so, yeah, I don't have to tell... I didn't read it. Just wanted to mention that I've been listening to the Gutter Skypes a fair bit, and I must say you guys are pretty damn entertaining. If you ever happen to need another player, I would love the opportunity to game with you guys. Anyway, keep up the good work. Take it easy. Dickie. Dickie the Stealth Geek, uh, of course, was, uh, was um, up and running with the Stealth Geek pod- pa- podcast years ago and um, mm-hmm. revived it briefly. And that was actually some really good stuff, when it's, particularly when he revived it. Uh, he's thinking about maybe bringing it back, but... Uh, and I'd lo- I'd love to see that too. But thank you very very much, Dickie. And yeah, that that's a high compliment. That is a high compliment to say that yeah. you you know enjoy playing with the group, and uh, we always appreciate hearing that. Um, there it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm 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 better at uh, I'm better at uh, going off on tangents and musing about emails on IDDFOS because. I just sit there and think about them for hours and hours. And that's how long I take. <laughs> oh, I see. They're more important than these emails. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's being voiced. Not, not, not more important. Has anybody God. ever created timeshare characters? Now I'm... A, what? What? <laughs> I just... I caught the line, you know, if you ever happen to need another player, I'd love the opportunity. So what if there was, like, a timeshare character? Wouldn't that be kind of fun? Hmm. <laughs> I love how you all kind of tripped over that. That, was that would be interesting, <laughs> actually. Yeah. The, the guest character of the week? I am I am nothing but, but an idea kind of a gal. <laughs> I have no follow-through, but by God, I have ideas. Not so, much of know, a GM challenge actually... there, huh? That is actually not That's not a my bad problem. Idea. As a lowly player minion, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> it would be interesting to do a thing where we where we have plans for some. We we plan a one shot, which we know how well this last plan for a one shot has gone. But but uh, we plan for a one shot, and then we make a little shout out to people a few maybe a month in advance. Let's learn from my mistake and not do it. We, although it worked out well, because I have a hell of a good M-Force group, but still, yes, the, point being, like the, the point being, though, there were a lot of people after the fact who were like, hey, are you still uh, looking for, no, sorry, it's closed, oh, but, <laughs> so, but it would be interesting to have a one-shot and open up the, you too, can be, maybe we have some sort of a trivia question or something, and we get Contest. Yeah, contest. First <laughs> contest. try, team. 
<laughs> at the end, the very end result of all of this will be, now then, your final question is, do you feel that you won the contest or lost the contest? Well, I volunteered to be the judge, and whoever sends me the shiniest bobble wins. After, uh, oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, is it, that's, that's not appropriate. opportunistic uh, there, uh, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's some Ferengi in that woman, I swear to God there is. <laughs> hey, it's just... Yeah, you can maybe. cut that out. It was just a thought, and it made me laugh. No, no, I, you know. That's Shutting what... up again now. Look, no, I'm no. turning the mute button on. Here we go. Bye-bye. As you said, you're you're a font of ideas. <laughs> Please keep them to yourself. <laughs> oh, God, shut her up. Would you shut her up? Did anybody give Adam a remote mute button for Christmas? He needs one for me. I clip to my pocket here. All I've got to do is just give. No, it no, a don't, no, don't clip it to your pocket. We know how well the other mute button that's clipped to you works. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, Starting to get a bit of a buzz on because of it. Right, um, are we there yet? Where are we? We're we're uh, we're, uh, we're only we're only up to entry number five here. <laughs> yeah, we're only up to entry five. There. And, Let me go and, ahead and. Read you that, haven't read so Sparky that, Dave yet, have you? That's where we're at. Yeah. Oh, see, I was keeping up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I was about to say, I need I need to get Erica her, her soup, so I might as well read one so I can go do that. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, from Sparky Dave. Uh, email with an ODT file attachment. And, and an ODT file is a um, what? I think Nikki figured it out. It was an open document uh, text, text. Sort of ah. thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so Eric okay. managed to get one open, right, with his Mac thingy? I know. Yes, I read well, one. You know, <coughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't from home. I had to do mine from work. But huh. Yeah, it's, it's a thingy. Okay. Sparky Dave continue or starts, I guess. Hey, Merry Christmas to all the gutter Skypes. Hope you're all warm and safe and all your RPG wishes come true. I love the Spirit of the Season episodes so much. He's referring to the ones last Christmas. Um, <laughs> I created a document using Blind Geek's awesome story as a guide. I know I didn't get everything exactly as it went down, but what I couldn't remember in the details, I just sort of used my imagination. I hope Eric doesn't mind. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to capture it on paper because the whole idea is fantastic and, to my disappointment, was not anywhere to be found as an adventure in the Spirit of the Season expansion. Uh, Well done, folks. Can't wait to hear and enjoy the incredible adventures to come in 2010. Your fellow gamer and one of your biggest fans, Sparky Dave. I guess he can't find that because you made it up, right? <laughs> well, yeah, there, there's a funny thing about that, actually, because when we had been calling it Spirit of the Season, I had every intention of uh, of using some of the characters that were in the Spirit of the Season uh, supplement, which is why we were calling it Spirit of the Season. And then, as as I mentioned a few minutes ago, I had been trying to figure out, trying to adventure, what what can I do? Nothing was really, just nothing was that, no, there wasn't that, oh, yes, thing going on. And then about three hours before the actual first game, it all clicked into place, at least enough to get me through the first session. And uh, 
unfortunately, it had absolutely nothing to do with with anything that was in the Sonster of the Season. <laughs> so, well, having, having not had read the thing at the time, I can tell you that you completely fooled us. <laughs> well, I feel bad, though, because he was disappointed because he went to got it and looked at it and nothing was there. But, uh, but, but no, I'm glad it's they... good because now he has it and he loves it. See, it was well, yes, I'm very That's glad that you enjoyed the... Uh, and that always will have a special place in my heart because that was the first GMing I'd done after a very, very long time. And yeah. I went from, what the hell am I doing, to, this is awesome! In, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. One session. So it, it was I, just... It's, I, I, I would... Hmm? Go ahead. I, I just had a good time reading it. I mean, the work that he put into it. He did, uh, he did a full synopsis yeah. of what, uh, what uh, the adventure as he remembered it. And mm-hmm. it was just a lot of fun. Going for just g- going through it and reading and and you know labor of love, excellent. Yes, yeah, thank was you very great. much. I'm very flattered by that. And and uh, how many more times can I use the word "very" in a sentence? It varies. Very many more times. Verily. It, yeah, verily. <laughs> it varies how many times. Yay like, and verily. I think very much many more yeah. times you could use "very." In, in very yes, different ways. <laughs> in varied ways. Yes. So very big thanks to Sparky Dave for the email and for the uh, and for the file attached that showed what he had uh, mm-hmm. what he had written yeah. out. And some of his changes, I actually prefer to what I actually did in the uh, original game. So nothing wrong with using your imagination, sir. <laughs> Entry six, um, Mr. Mr. K, would you like to do this one? Sure. It's a forum post from uh, Dan Marashak. New AP podcast: Designer versus Reality. The Gunner Skypes inspired me to get involved with playing RPGs over Skype, which has been a great experience. From connections made on these forums, I am currently involved in two Skype RPG groups, and I'm having a ton of fun. In one of the groups, we spent a few sessions playtesting an RPG I designed, and I'm starting a new podcast, Designer vs. Reality. And in the actual forum posts, and if you're not already poking around there, you really ought to be. Mm. Uh, there are links to the web page or to subscribe in iTunes. Do you like how I like, slipped that in there, Adam? That was excellent. That was excellent. Where I'm releasing, <laughs> where I'm releasing audio recordings of the playtests. I hope people will find the recordings entertaining, and if any of my listeners volunteers to playtest with me over Skype, so much the better. Dan Marachak. Very uh, cool. Yeah, that's excellent, and this is this is a very uh, w- w- what should I say appropriate, apt, um, relevant referral to all those uh, all those emails and and forum posts where we get from folks saying uh, if you ever need another player, there's groups forming up, folks. This is proof. Mm-hmm. Groups are for- forming up not only on the uh, Gutter Skype's forums, but uh, all over the place where RPG gamers are getting together that have Skype to game over Skype or any other yeah. form of uh, of uh, voiceover internet that they can do. The uh, Designer vs. Reality, the link, of course, will be... It is in the forums, uh, as Mark Kinney said, and I'm going to put a hot link in the uh, show notes for this particular episode when this posts, so you'll be able to find that. I listened to the, I listened to the first two. I'm, I, at this point, as of this recording, there's two up. And he's he's got something going there. It's 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 what's fascinating to me about it is so much happens during the course of his of his game that he designed mainly because it 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 seems almost like it's uh, 
a variable, random, organic way to create a complex storyline. And most of what I heard was description of just these incredible encounters and all these different things that happen over uh, over a relatively short period of time. And hearing how these guys work stuff out in order to improve the game is uh, is some pretty interesting stuff. So that's worth checking out. Designer designer versus reality. Uh, do yourself a favor and go check those out. Uh, hope by now you've also checked out of Steam, Steel, and Murder. That too is another actual play podcast that. Uh, that was mentioned heavily in the forums, and I believe was formed through the Gutter Skype forums as well. At least initial contacts were made. Excellent. And Mr. Five, if we want to get to those forums, how do we go about doing it? You go to www.anim5.com. A-N-I-M, number five, anim5.com, and then look for the Gutter Skypes or IDDFOS. Gutter Skypes will probably load faster at this point. And uh, you'll see a graphic on the... On your right-hand side of the page, it's very obvious it includes in the graphic the the uh, password that it's going to ask you for, which is Veranda, and the username that it's going to ask you for, which is IDDFOS, and then sign yourself up. It's instant access, no waiting for approval or anything like that. You just go there and you find it. Cool. I'm so sorry. No worries. No worries. I, I was uh, waxing eloquent about Dan Yes, Marshex. and I tried to wait for a good spot to jump in to say I was back. And and here you are. Well, thank you, Dan. Thank you very much, Dan. And that's uh, um, yep. an example to and us speaking all. speaking of... I have to break in here now and make a quick mention of the invitation that follows. Mark Kinney indicates that anyone interested in getting involved in the Doctor Who game that he is running should contact him or ping him. Unfortunately, this episode is posted is posting long after that game group has already fully filled and formed. Happened quite quickly, actually, but I did leave this part in because it was fun. So I'm afraid the offer here is out of date by the time you're hearing this. End of public service announcement. Yes, and speaking of like, of like Skype groups, I recently got a hold of the new Cubicle 7 Doctor Who role-playing game. If anyone's interested, ping me. Ping, ping, ping. Ping, 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 ping. I can bring it here. I can bring it here, too. I'm use, just the saying that, you know, use the remote mute. <laughs> I want to get into it a bit sooner than I would be able to cycle it into here, so... Hmm. But we'll figure that out. Uh, given the, like, the kind of two, like different things we have going on. Ping ping. All right. Let's see. Uh, let we, that's one one ping only for Sunny. Uh, <laughs> wow. I, I this is just the night for Hunter and October references, isn't it? Seems to be. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nikki, you said what? I, I would just want to be the spaceship disguised as the phone booth. Did they change that as the, the years went on? No. It's, well, it's not technically a phone booth. It's a police box, but that's just being really I thought it was the really red picky. phone booth. It wasn't the red phone booth? No, it's a blue police box. No, no. Oh, you see how many times I got to see Doctor Who, huh? Back when Tom <laughs> Baker was the doctor, that's when I saw it a long time ago. Hmm. Mm. Never mind. Shutting up now. Oh boy. Hey, you get that game. I just <laughs> thirty-four ninety-five for a PDF. I ah. Hmm. 
Doctor Who, so I know I'm going to get it. I'm just bitching beforehand. Yeah, exactly. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Want it? Grumble, 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 grumble. grumble. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Gonna get it? Grumble, grumble. Ping, ping, ching, ping, ching. Exactly. Nikki, you can't shut up. You have to read the next forum post. Nuh-uh. I read that. Hey. What? There's so many. One more. We got there this. are so many. We're at the last one. Take the menfolk stump up there and do it. We get <laughs> one menfolk. We have been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. menfolk ought to be picking up these. But... <laughs> menfolk job reading for post <laughs> Ain't no job for a filly. Yeah, reading the... Couldn't handle it. my pretty little head about it. Uh, um, <laughs> is it from Big Friendly Dave? It is. Ah. A good one from Big Friendly Dave, the God Emperor of Meh or Meh. Me? Yeah. Meh? Meh. Yeah. So, <laughs> That's it. And he says <laughs> Meh. <laughs> Sorry, Dave, you have to send a pronunciation. <laughs> Before you get into it, you're getting a little cyborgy on me. Damn it. Um I'm, I don't know whether it's a, a unplug and plug back in. I will do that. Reading that their gutter Skype's email. <laughs> That their gutter scabs email Bradley Dave's on top. Hey! <laughs> oh. uh, wow. I missed a big musical interlude. Is this better? Or is it still cyborgy? Uh it's it's about exactly the same, but not uh, I don't know. It's not it's not going into cyborg, it's, it's kinda like on the exactly edge. The same. Yeah. <laughs> it's roughly approximately precisely exactly equal. Still? Oh, that's so much better. Oh, Is it? Much better. Right. Won't touch it. Won't there touch it. There we go. That's excellent. All right. Starting again. <laughs> From Big Friendly Dave, hmm. the god emperor of meh. So the swashes are finally buckled, or should that be the buckles are finally swashed? Anywho's, thanks for making an old man's journey to and from work more entertaining. I only started listening to the sessions halfway through, but the group dynamics, despite being separated by a few miles, shines through even when the Cybermen turn up to disrupt the show. The whole thing has piqued my interest in the system, and I may well try it out on my local group. Though this whole Skype business is beginning to interest me a lot. Don't know if there's many people over here in the old country. May your rapiers forever reap, big friendly Dave. Cool. Excellent. And it says, uh... Bafa, where's the old country? Uh, mm. He's from Scotland. No freaking oh. way. He is. He is from Scotland. Big Friendly Dave is, is uh, over Big there. Big Friendly Dave, that's brilliant. I wave at you. I will wave at you in April. You've been to Scotland, haven't you? Yes, and I have plans on being back. I'll be standing on Calton Hill on uh, April 30th on Beltane Eve for the great big fire festival. So, Dave, say howdy hi. Come on over to the fire festival. <laughs> It'd be cool. <laughs> My life is so boring. I haven't been there yet. <laughs> <It's, laughs> it is. It is so. Come on, with. Come on, come on. Pack up. Pack up the beasties. Get Chris. Let's all go. Everybody, go into the fire festival. It's really cool. They have. I don't know what it'll be this year. It's so theatrical and silly. But yet they march from the, the, the Edinburgh Castle. They ro- march down the Royal Mile. This is new. They didn't do this back ten years ago. Trust me. But they have all of these drummers that are wearing backpacky things with pennants and bits of flag on it so it looks like something out of the Fisher King and so there's all of this amazing live 
Celtic-y drumming thing, and they do this whole pageant and parade, and oh, it's cool. <laughs> and they set fire to this fake Wicker Man thing. And so try not is... to let the drummers stumble into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So the evening progresses becomes increasingly difficult from the consumptions. Yes, but it's amazing how the rhythm still is incredible. They're <laughs> weaving all over the place, and they're you know wobbling back and forth like weebles. But it doesn't matter because their little mm-hmm. arms just keep doing their thing. It is it is really. Neat. So, so over here in the United States, to get a whole bunch of people together and uh, run around naked <laughs> in the desert, painting themselves silver. Yeah. And call it call it Burning Man. <laughs> With tinfoil caps on their heads. Well there yeah. they paint themselves green and they do the, the you know, darkness or what is it? It's the celebration of what's Beltane it's supposed to be with a spring over over winter or something like that. Rebirth, blah blah blah. I blah. Was but fire. mainly there's lots of and Beltane everybody is fire has festival. That's the why fire we festival. called the fire festival. There we go. Yeah, that'd like, be it. The Beltane Fire Festival. And everybody has oh they they have and I think that they just give them to you. They have wax covered bull rushes and at least all right 10 years ago they had wax covered bull rushes and everybody kind of runs around and helps light everybody else's bull rushes so that you have you know your, your new flame for the year i had mine lit by this amazingly terrifying punk guy with spiky bits all over his head and yet he was like oh, out, let's help you. It was very funny so, <laughs> thank you <laughs> interestingly enough um the new year's eve party i went to they burned a wicker man they do it every year do they really? Yeah, they they have like a little table with parchment and pens and ribbons, and people write down what their New Year's wishes are, and yeah. on the piece of parchment, wrap it up in a ribbon and stick it in the wicker man, and at midnight they burn it. Hmm. And things how, things about fifteen foot tall, man? fifteen Was foot it tall. Really? Yeah, wow. they even put a little kilt on it. <laughs> <laughs> in some hideous I miss, color, I, I miss, hope. Uh, this year's was green. I miss flat. all the. Green and white plaid. Go ahead. Yeah. I miss yeah. all the, the, the good parties. We're <laughs> <laughs> next year, eh? <laughs> we're here. You don't know us, but we're here. I'm weird about this wicker man. <laughs> the, the fried turkey and homemade mead were pretty good, too. Hmm. Huh, mm. Homemade mead? Wow. Wow. You know, I've been collecting meads. If they want to send it along, I'll give them my semi-professional opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new one for Christmas. It's called Viking's Blood. Isn't that a hoot and a half? <laughs> got pomegranate juice in it, but it's not red. I don't know how they do that. Hmm. Sounds good, kind of though. tastes hmm. a bit like honey and dirt. Honey and dirt. Honey and dirt. It does. Yum. <laughs> Viking's blood or Klingon blood wine. <laughs> I don't care. And the one that like quality it's dirt. dirt. Mm. <laughs> yeah, very likely. <laughs> Special fermented dirt <laughs> in a cool stone jug. So, I miss I a lot by not leaving the spokeswoman, do they? <laughs> Going around, look, it's honey and dirt. I would listen to you because you have shorn sheep. <laughs> you say, thank God, shut her up, go away. So. No, I'd listen to you because I'd, I'd listen to anyone that has actually shorn sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Badly. Very, very badly. And quality of the job doesn't count. Just the experience <laughs> itself, is that's amazing to me. I'm better at distracting them with the sweet feed while, while my aunt does the actual shearing <laughs> and hanging on to them. It's pretty funny. Well, big friendly Dave over in Scotland, thank you very, very much for the forum post. He also says, by the way, I also posted a review up on iTunes. I went I'm looking so for that. that. I'm so sorry I missed that. Uh, it's, it's, it's all the way down at the very bottom, but uh, I couldn't find it. 
And I wonder if iTunes... I heard something the other day oh. about British iTunes being different from... Ah, really? uh, uh, that could be... Yes, I heard that, that. yes. Yeah, the UK iTunes into, is different. How do you log into that? I'll have to go and look and find it. Well, and yeah. The thing is, I, I don't think we can is the... Is the oh, do they have the a whole... different system like they do for the DVDs? The mm, different channel be. or uh, something? Like it won't play or they just like, won't let us? Like that. Okay, well, uh, I I apologize to anyone that I missed. If uh, if you think that, uh, I mean, because I, I gathered all these together uh, probably four or five days ago, and I, I'm, I, I did my best to check today. If I missed anybody and somebody uh, wants, uh, uh, wants their stuff read on the show and thinks that it should have been and I didn't get it, please uh, send an email. Uh, Anim5 at Anim5.com. Okay. Wow. That was all of them. And thank you, everyone, for reading those. And thank, thank you, everyone, everyone, for that sending wrote those. In. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for writing. You didn't step on your toes there. Sorry. Not at all. It's uh, too true what you said, indeed. Uh, okay. I'm, uh, I'm at sea now because... Uh, uh, I, uh, I think we uh, basically should turn it over to, to to Blind Geek and say, okay, you you control mm-hmm. the vertical, you control the horizontal. It's <laughs> <laughs> the diagonal the ones that are... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, real quick, did, speaking of, we were talking about YouTube before, do any of you guys watch the Game Geeks uh, reviews? Hmm, no. Once in a while. Kurt, Kurt Weagle. Yeah, he's got. He's sponsored by uh, RPG Net or Drive Through RPG or RPG Now, whatever. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the two, one, one yeah, and at the end oh. of the last two ones that he did, there's a woman that comes on, and of course I don't see the video, so I don't know if you can see her or if you just hear the voice. But I don't know when RPG PDFs became synonymous with phone sex voices, but for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, it, she just has this way of speaking, and it's just like, wow, what did you do before you did this? Because, uh, yeah, wow. She she wants to get the geek's attention. Apparently, I was just thinking, that's probably what it is, and uh, I have to say, it does work. <laughs> okay. What does she say exactly? Well, it's not what she says. She says nothing uh, at all. That's that's. I mean, she's just talking about. <laughs> if you want to find the best RPGs out there, with postings sometimes as many as nine or ten new items per day, then you then go to www. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but it's that kind of thing. But it's just <laughs> the way she says it. You're just it's. It, 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 wow. You know, I, I think I've heard that on a podcast bumper <laughs> I was listening to earlier today, too. Uh, some, some, one of the gaming podcasts is sponsored by them, and they use the same uh, little blurb. Hmm. <laughs> okay. But I, just, I just thought it was funny. that. Uh, so. She doesn't tack on something like, and only three ninety nine a minute, does she? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just I think well, you almost expected. Yeah, she probably did, and they cut it out. <laughs> Editing. Not what she says; it's how she says it. Yeah, exactly. Winds, light to variable. Some <laughs> 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 hmm. 
Arsenal too. Wolverhampton Wanderers three. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know this way too well, Adam. You're starting to worry me. <laughs> and it's it's actually it's four ninety nine a minute. And you, but we take. I've heard. I've heard. Signers Club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was three ninety nine a minute ten years ago. American Express. <laughs> Okay, so for for the benefit of people that have, that are looking for their rewinds, what did you say that was? <laughs> that YouTube was? Oh, it was RPG Now reviews or what? What is the no, name? No, it's of it? it's a it's a channel or just search in YouTube for Game Geeks and uh, it'll come up with and it's but it's only the last two that I've noticed it in and I don't one is for he reviews Strike Force Savage, uh, hmm. which is a, a GI Joe type. Um, supplement for Savage Worlds, and then uh, the other one. I oh crap! I can't remember what the other one is. Um, it was the most recent one, and I don't remember. It's all right. they're, they're doing the search already. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you you got their attention too. <laughs> I You're, said, we'll I go gotta hear this voice. voice. <laughs> Let's go hear the sexy voice. Gotta see the oh yeah! <laughs> Play it again. Okay. All of a sudden, the, the the game geeks thing quadruples in in hits. Mm. Wow, that's what I did, but yeah. Uh... yeah, thanks a lot. You just crashed their server because <laughs> all the people listen to us are now racing over there. The multitudes. Oh, yeah. Hello, crickets. All we get are crickets. <laughs> 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 All right, everybody, put on your best sexy voice. Come yeah. back. Everybody plays sexy characters from now on. Oh, man, I just grossed myself out. I just pictured Hank Bugle trying to be sexy. Oh. Incomprehensible. Okay, I have to work that and out. Speaking of which. Speaking of which. Speaking of which. Ooh, oh, yes. game. Yes. Oh, yes, that, that old thing. Yeah, Nikki, how far have you, uh, you said, I'm not finished with her yet. How far have well, you gotten? Well, well, okay, I got, um, I was, um, I got some. <laughs> How's that for helpful? Having finished um, with implies that, yes. Actually, can you walk us through how much you have so far? Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, hopefully I've been doing it right, um, uh, let's see. So she's Trixie Trueheart, girl reporter. And what year is our game set in? I know she's born in 1900, but what's our what's our year set in? How old is she now? Uh, anywhere from depending on. Like, uh, do we play in the 30s? Or 20s? Be, it, probably the 20, either the 20s or 30s. At latest, it would be the 40s. But uh, but the thing to remember with and I hope I'm not making this. I swear, I remember reading this in the rules. Uh, one of the aspects of the Century Club is that the, the Centurions don't age physically, really. So even, the, I mean, they do, it's not like they're immortal, but for some reason that no one is really sure why, they don't, they don't outwardly age. They always look like they did when they were in their, like they stop aging physically in their prime. Okay, well, so she's somewhere in like her mid-20s-ish, early yeah. 20s? That would be regardless of how old she actually is. Right, and then when it comes time for them to pass on shortly after the next century, they just sort of—I mean, they don't—they don't, they don't <laughs> even then. So even if we set 
So even if we set a game in the 80s, which I'm dying to do one of these days, have a Satsi game in, like, 1985. Oh, just... Only if she can wear kicky little elf boots and great big shoulder pads. <laughs> yes! It would still look... And have Madonna hair. Oh, yes. <laughs> Flock of seagull wannabe. Yes. Um, so, well, okay, I guess that I have... <laughs> I have some of the detail-y bits without any of the actual important bits, like her reason and so on and so forth. Um, so she's Trixie Trueheart, girl reporter. Her childhood, which took place between 1900, roughly 1918. She was born August 12, 1900, in Winston Falls, New York. Trixie is the youngest of four children. Her mother, Vera, died within a few months of her birth from pneumonia. Her grieving father, Walter, publisher of the small local town paper, threw himself into rearing his brood and paid particular attention to his baby girl, encouraging her in all her endeavors, especially education, and showed her that journalism could provide a useful outlet for her extreme curiosity, i.e. nosiness. He raised all his children with strong belief in social justice and fair play. I figured that could, like, give her, you know, uh, some direction. Winston Falls is the picture postcard, upstate New York small town with seasonal dances, ladies' auxiliary, assorted denominations of churches, etc. Then there's a big gap. And then it says she's scrappy in a fight with a surprisingly mean right hook thanks to training from her three adoring older brothers, James, a.k.a. Jimmy, who came back from the Great War with an empty left sleeve, a chest full of medals and a melancholy that would shadow him the rest of his life, but he's establishing himself as an honest town councilman. Richard, a.k.a. Ricky, became a doctor and returned to their hometown to take over the role of beloved young GP who knows everything and everyone and is destined to become a fixture in the town. David, a.k.a. Davey, a lawyer who focuses on defending the underdog, especially those pitted against the forces of capitalism. Um, she's a remarkable shot with a pistol, revolver, rifle, or shotgun. Ditto because of training from her brothers. Has remarkable courage. See, she's remarkable. <laughs> is honest to the point of abrasiveness. Not squeamish with wounds, with wounds or nursing the injured, but won't hunt or hunt or fish. Makes stiletto heels and long steel hat pins and steel nibbed fountain pins, fountain pens into amazingly effective weapons. Will tackle any obstacle in pursuit of a story. Always has the right shade of lipstick and straight stocking seams, no matter what the caper. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's kind of All used to talents, yeah. I left off. Yeah. It's very important to have straight stocking seams. <laughs> well, shoot, she's probably got most of her aspects in there. Um, yeah. Just right now they're in background form, but we could work, I mean work those into the because technically technically what what one is and this is i'm just letting you know just so we have a base of which we're working from not like that is technically you pick two aspects from each phase of your character's life so you would have two aspects that that uh have you explained what aspects are in the game since adam or did you guys get that far in your Kind of, yeah. After yeah. a fashion. Yeah. In a manner of I, speaking. I did pay attention. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just asking, so when we talk about the aspects... The aspects are reasons for you to be awesome at any in any particular um, situation. Hello? <clears throat> but the best aspects are stuff that can be used positively or negatively in... Regarding your character, because uh, the way you get fate points, which are the yum yums of this game, uh, the way you get them is 
by either I suck at this part. No, explain no. Uh, you, you you get them. Well, let me use an example from the from the book because oh. it's such a good example and it gives you a good idea of how things work in the game. Let's say you have, and we're talking about pulp here, so stereotypes apply. Let's say you, let's let's say you have an aspect of Irish. And, I remember that you were talking about that. Oh, okay, yeah. In the, I wasn't sure who I was. Yeah, not for this game, but it was brought up during one of the discussions during M Force, and that Irish could be because of the stereotype, like you can drink somebody under the table. But right. you can also be an incredible, incapacitated drunk sort of thing. Or, or right? you could be just very, you know, stereotypically, no, no, nothing personal to our Irish listeners out there. Uh, no, or gift of gab. Or... You could be, you know, the, tip, the bad-tempered or whatever, you know. Or if a Brit walks into, into the bar. All the time. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. But, I mean, if it's yeah. something that negatively would affect your career, like you're, you're trying to be subtle about something, and a British guy walks into the area... And you want you want to just sort of, and he's he's create making a scene or whatever, and you want to just lay low. I would offer you a fate point and say, but you're Irish, and you have a chance then to either let the aspect take, for better for lack of a better term, take control of your character for that moment. Well, she could be naive. She comes from a small town. That would that could work. Where everybody else, you know, she trusts everybody. They, you know, she's been brought up kind of in a bubble by adoring brothers and a father. So she's not necessarily. I don't know. You guys choose. Look, I'll write it down. <coughs> well, the, and, well, the, the rule, the, like, the suggestion they give in the book is that you have two or the best. When you know it's a good aspect is when you can come up with two or two or three ways that it can be used positively in a game, and then two or three ways that it can be used negatively in a game. Because if you only have one or the other, it's not going to get used as much, because... Right. Um, let's... Curiosity is a good one, because A, she's a reporter, and B, because that can be used... You know, you can use that... It's a positive thing, because you're looking for... But it can also know, get, oh, get the good story. go places you really shouldn't go. Yeah, exactly. Where angels fear. Or just dig into your friend's business when you yeah. really shouldn't be doing that either. Yeah. So that that's Reporters. a good double edge. Ooh, that's a wait. Double edge. Like I should have said the first place. Like double edged sports is what you're looking for. Yeah. Like, uh, gotta get that story. No matter what, like single-minded. Well, that that could go into that. It, 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 a, a a good aspect would be something like. Got to get tenacious. That story, and 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 and, and that way it can mean both of of those things depending on the particular situation. It's just how it's shaped during during play could affect you either way. You see what I mean? Right. So you can become tunnel vision and blind to everything else in pursuit, or you could be hanging on so much that you get to the bottom of it when everybody else has given up. Like it could be positive or right. negative. Right. Right. Exactly. exactly. So, how would you phrase it? Would you phrase it in a in a word like a descriptive word, like tenacious, or would you phrase it as "got to get that story"? I would. Uh, I would phrase it like "got to get that story" because it it has the like character flavor in it, and it's, it isn't just a blah word, you know. Okay. Gotcha. So that's that's one aspect. Got yeah. it. Okay. That could be. Yeah. I, gotta, gotta if you want to use that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, it suits with Girl Reporter, right? It also uh, it ties into... Those dirty uh, rats downtown shouldn't be allowed to get away with it. I just want to say something like that. A lot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. There, you, yeah. there you get it. <laughs> you, you gave an example uh, yourself of uh, making use of an aspect in uh, one of the emails you sent. Uh, you mentioned uh, you came up with a very quick scenario. Mr. Big is on his yacht. Mr. Big, you know, crime syndicate. Mr. Big was on his yacht. Stan was. Stan Rocket isn't there, and uh, Hank Bugle isn't there, and 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 Reggie Forthright isn't there yet, and and Nick Tesla isn't there yet. What what are you gonna do? The yacht is about to pull away, and it could be a situation where your character can just decide to wait for the other four, or go aboard the yacht. And if Eric, as GM, was saying, well. You you can go aboard the uh, if you tag the aspect. Got to get that story, then you would get a fate point for going aboard the yacht, even though it might not be the wisest thing for you to do at the time. <laughs> Is that fair? That's a fair yeah, example yeah. of uh, using an aspect, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So you would get a fate point for going aboard the yacht, a dangerous thing to do, but got to get that story. That's tagging the aspect to uh, <laughs> induce your character to do and something. And I'll get in the off game. before they set sail. Hey, Possibly. Why is that pier drifting by? <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, we're moving. Darn! Uh, I sprained my ankle. <laughs> and, it, and it should be noted that it's not just up to the GM. If you are, if we're playing and you feel like, hey, I've got an aspect that I could use here, you can say, yo, GM, <laughs> you know, I I have my, I got to get that story. You know, and and so I'm not waiting for them. I'm gonna, or I want my fate point. Damn it! You know. <laughs> give to me the fate. Okay, gotcha. So, well, go ahead and give me another aspect then. I like gotta get that story. What's another one? Um, well, I like the. Let's see. I heard one already. If you want to hear one. Yes, please. Eric, and yeah. Nikki, yes. uh, has three brothers, or was raised with three brothers. Hmm. It's very broad. I, I I I grant you, but uh, it covers a it covers a lot of who she who she uh, it covers a lot of mm-hmm. what she can do and who she is. Hmm. How would you? Well, she, I, could, she could well, go yes. into a variety of places and not be particularly thrown. Possibly. Possibly. She possibly also, if she wanted to throw someone a, a punch, a she could say. She could tag that aspect for, like, uh, fighting, because her <laughs> brothers taught her how to fight. Well, because you don't get raised with three brothers without knowing how to scrap. So, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, negative. And mm-hmm. they could either be, as far as positive or, or negative, they could either make good contacts or they could make good hostages. Oh. That, too. Oh, I thought of a yeah. negative use also for the aspect as just a normal playing aspect, if you're in a situation where maybe she's not very good at uh, dealing with in social circles with women. Oh, because more of like a tomboy? Yeah, because yeah. she was raised with three brothers. So you put her in a situation where she has to be all refined and charm schooly. I mean... Maybe she's too blunt and abrasive in her speech or humor? It could be that. I mean, pull it, could, it in to be it, prim? Yeah, I'm just thinking that could be one way of using it as a negative. If you well, so God, look at how I can spit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> 
Me and Davey used to have spitting contests out in the backyard. <laughs> I used to win all the time. <laughs> you go ahead and pass around those finger sandwiches. I'm going to fetch my hand out of my pocket to lend a chaw tobacco. <laughs> but my stocking seams are always straight. So. Mm, absolutely. Yes, and I love the fact that, that Hank has his aspect of wearing the right clothes for the right, uh, so he likes to be all proper and whatnot, and then she's got her, I was raised by three brothers. I can see some good, uh, fun character conflict going on there. Hmm. Hmm. So how many do I need? Uh, you get ten. Oh, my goodness. Oh, don't forget get there's cracking, kind of a guideline. <laughs> there's a guideline for how to do the aspects. You like get two aspects for every phase of your character's life, including um, um, the novel your character was in, and her inclusion in some of our novels. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. we haven't even gotten to the novel part yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the I first know. part was childhood, and the second part, I think, was what you did during World War One. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, volunteered. Oh, ooh, would we have had a local hospital? I would have volunteered because my brother was in the Army. Mm-hmm. They could have had a, a training base near the town. I'm sure I would have, I, I don't know if I, well, if I'm not squeamish, I might have volunteered nursing, light nursing, mm-hmm. you know, as, as, as a, as a, like candy striper sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Wow, it's really hard to think about that. Uh, thinking about not just the horribleness of that particular war, but, wow, the clothing styles, like going to nursing <laughs> people with, with <laughs> corset on and you know oh lord anyway and the mono bosom thing going oh just, anyway, and the sensible um, shoes oh please <laughs> or those boots that you had to button up with the button hooks yikes <laughs> mind-boggling when you think about it and then going yeah. into the flapper era oh she was all kinds of happy about the flapper era <laughs> rolled well, stocking yeah. and Use kneecaps. So. And something else to keep in mind while you're designing your character is centurions are the the pinnacle of their whatever field they're in. They like you would so not she was be the doing champion Charleston dancer. Oh. Well, I mean, as far as reporter, she's probably won some. You know, I mean, like um, Nellie Bly. She'd be the Nellie Bly. Of, was it Nellie Bly? Was that her name? I don't the, know. Uh, investigative reporter. Who used to go? She went undercover, like turn of the century. She was pretty incredible. She she got herself committed to an insane asylum, so she could write about the conditions. She went to I think a women's prison. Ooh, wow. Um, wow. She got into factories and stuff. Yeah, she was. Yeah, that true. sounds like the kind of thing I'm talking about. I mean, they make a big deal in the rules about how you don't. Uh, I see in the rule. I shouldn't say rules. It sounds like it's pigeoning you in. But in, when they're describing the setting, they make a big deal about the fact that this your character is not doing what they're doing. They could just do what they do and have a perfectly great life for themselves. They do this with the action and the and the uh, adventures that they're going to be going on. Yeah, you know, as the Century Club, they do that for some other reason that they. Did. I'm not making. I'm not expressing as well. Um, that they do it. You know, like, for example, if you're a big inventor and you are a member of the Century Club, you t- 
Thomas Edison could be a member of the Century Club, let's say, he doesn't, he wouldn't need to be in the Century Club doing the pulpy type stuff they do. He could just do what he did in real life, which is, you know, because he was make a living off so of many interesting things. Yeah. Hmm. So, could you have just, been a war correspondent? Well, I would have been fairly young, but I guess yeah. that wouldn't necessarily have stopped me. It's the thing about uh, when we were creating our own characters in in uh, in the first uh, in the first game, we were all fairly young too. I mean, it 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 was like we had to volunteer to go into into the army or the or the, into the armed forces at a very very young age. Uh, so it didn't particularly matter. Well, I don't see why she couldn't. If her father's going to support her in everything she wants to do, she very well could have gone over to you know see for herself and and yeah, she could have yeah. She could I mean, do that's, that. That's an option. And I, I mean, do also keep... like the idea of the ability if she's going to be a reporter in like a cream of the crop to be like an investigative reporter who can immerse herself in whatever she's writing about. So if it's about hmm. you know. Um, graft in the the war you know the boat building area or whatever she's rosie the riveter okay and she's going to learn to rivet and bring her lunches and also ninja around at night and break into the offices and stuff like that but she'll learn to rivet and she'll learn to that sort of thing you know what i mean jill sure. of mm-hmm. all jill of all trades exactly yeah jill of all that's trades, actually because... a pretty good aspect right there although i don't know i'm trying yeah. to think where the negatives would be but uh... she doesn't necessarily get it <laughs> yeah, the guys on the motor pool showed me how to hotwire this car. <laughs> I think you just connect the red wire yeah, and the, the black wire. <laughs> or was it the black wire and the blue wire? Well, I'm pretty sure it was the red wire and the black wire. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. fire it up. <laughs> yeah, the uh, un- the often un- unspoken part of the or- original phrase is, of course, master of none. So... This is true. There's your yeah. <laughs> your but negative part there. Mm. So that's a possibility if, if you uh, un- uncovering <laughs> war-related crimes or even not war-related crimes. It's just what you did during World War Two, uh, World yeah. War One rather. So if you were an investigative <laughs> reporter, uh, as you're first starting out, and you were undercover in many different situations, Master. then you will have learned to do many different things. This is a GM's nightmare, isn't it, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me read the thing, because I just found it in the book where it talks about the, the second phase. And I, um, let's Hang on, i got to slow my thing down, or it's going to be way hard to... Sorry. It's okay. Seven to go. No, come on. And she got a tattoo in World War One. Mm. <laughs> Before it was popular. <laughs> Please tell me and it, it wasn't a Mickey Mouse. Like <laughs> Please tell me it wasn't Mickey Mouse or Popeye or something. <laughs> no, what would sailors have had in World War One? Okay, an here anchor. we go. An anchor. Was it all ground hmm. troops? Was it an eagle? Do you think they'd have eagles? Phase two is World War One, or as it's called in the 1920s, the Great War. While the characters may technically have been too young to serve, hang on, it cut me off. Be too young to serve. They may have done so anyway, as... Stop it! The thing keeps interrupting itself to tell me who came online for my Skype contacts. 
Damn it, okay. They may have done so anyway. Yeah. What? And then it gets testy. Does it have a sexy voice? Does it say too many Apparently not sexy enough. He's all bad. Okay, let's see. They may have served anyway. As exceptional individuals, it would not have been hard for them to fake their age. Because we're talking about pulp heroes here. While they may have spent some time in the trenches, it's more likely that they spent most of their time in top-secret missions. Oh, yeah, on top-secret missions for elite soldiers, spies, researchers, or pilots. Alternatively, waiting for it to catch up. There we go. Alternatively, they may have spent their time in other parts of the world dealing with the end of colonialism or exploring the mysterious East. This is... This is the time when the characters start coming into their own and begin realizing their true potential. This is also the time when many meet their patron, the member of the Century Club, who sponsors them for membership, and who is a centurion of the previous century, so that would be the 1800s. Um, Sadly, it is also during this period that most of the former centurions their sponsors, also died or disappeared. So, want me to keep going? Or do we have... Um, well, we get an idea of what you're uh, basically... She would have free to do gone anything. over to the war and she'd be a motorcycle courier mm. for somebody in England and she would have met Peregrine... Peregrine, whose last name I can't think of right now, and fallen in love, and Peregrine was a pilot, and Peregrine dies in one of the dogfights. Wow. Very sad. But she learned how to ride one of those little, you know, just two wheels and an engine motorcycle. (laughs) Like a bat out of hell on those back in England. Hmm. Courier for general somebody or other. And Peregrine, Peregrine was general. Well, he was a, he was a pilot. Yeah, Peregrine's a pilot. How about that? That works. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe even going over to. Could she have ridden behind enemy lines for General Hoosiehead on the motorcycle? Would she wouldn't have taken her motorcycle over to the continent? That's silly. But anyway, it's Paul. Yes, she did. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> she did in disguise behind the enemy lines. <laughs> she went across the channel in one of the local fishing boats out of Dover and landed in France. Made contacts in France uh, for General Hoosiehead and. Um, and was was acting as courier and uh, and and was supposed to meet Peregrine. Ooh, supposed to have a weekend rendezvous rendezvous with Peregrine, and unfortunately he was taken out of the sky by by one of the German fighter. The Red Baron. I was thinking that. Yeah. Or the, you know, <laughs> the Mauve Baron or something, because the Red Baron is busy oh, <laughs> chasing after. Monkey wrench. A chartreuse Baron. <laughs> I, I was about to say, maybe, maybe, maybe her boyfriend was taken out by Heinrich. By a who? Heinrich von Monkey Wrench. <laughs> oh! Sure Curse you, Heinrich von Monkey of... Wrench! <laughs> I'll get, I'll get you for this. So yeah, so that sounds perfectly romantic and maudlin and horrible and wonderful at the same time, right? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Perfect. What, what, what would the aspect be called? Oh. Uh, 
crap. Combat courier? Rides like a bat out of hell? Yeah. That and that better. could be dangerous, too, because, you know, yes, I don't have a headlight, and it's pitch black, but I can do it. <laughs> here helmet? I go. Who needs a helmet? <laughs> That's right. Who needs a helmet? I only have a half liter of petrol, but I don't mind. I can do 700 miles on this baby. So... <laughs> Out of my way, boy. I've made some special modifications myself. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just adjust my socking steam, and I'm on my way. So... <laughs> so... What's she going to do when she gets to an era where there's no seamed stockings? Oh, Lord. Anyway, um, so so what uh, What will we call this aspect? Courier? Hmm. Motorcycle bad courier? Bad out of hell. Bad, bad out of hell sounded yeah. pretty good. Bad out yeah. of hell. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Old bad out of hell. Bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so subtlety is not her strong suit. Mm. We are Could learning. Be under, under the guise under of her right story. Suit. Well, but yeah, maybe not true. in real life. Maybe real life she's a bit blunt, brusque, abrasive, abrasive. <laughs> <laughs> forceful. Um, that could be. I'm just thinking bad out of hell. What about truthful? Yeah. Truthful can bite Brutally you. honest. Ooh. Yeah. Brutally honest. Yeah. yeah. Good. Brutally honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, we've got five. See, we're halfway there. That's the yep. descriptor for, all right, uh, Bat Out of Hell and then Brutally Honest? Yeah, I've got Got to Get That Story, has three brothers, Jill of All Trades, Mistress of None, Bat Out of Hell, Brutally Honest. Slick. Mm-hmm. More? Uh, let's see, I think we move on to phase... See, she's going to love phase three. I had a hell of a time with phase three myself. <laughs> so, and... See, you're very detail-oriented in your character creation. I'm so not. Oh, I'm, man. Yeah. I, she, I, like, no, no, I, was, I was trying to come anywhere close to the first rung of Adam's character creation and was failing miserably. Uh, uh, yeah. Excuse me. All I did was come up with the names of his sisters. You, you gave your brothers careers. Uh, <laughs> well, trying to, you they know. got their own backstories. Your, your brothers have their own backstories. It's amazing. Yeah, we can make saucy <laughs> characters for your brothers. Exactly. Yeah, she should, she should be, <laughs> Nikki, you should be writing games for crying. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay, brutally uh, honest, bad out of hell. Um, so I have, I, have, I have five. Do I need six? No, do I need... Four, so should brutally honest and one more be from phase three? It's two per phase, is that what you're saying? It's two per phase, yeah. So so the first two has got to get that story and has three brothers. Or actually should bat it out of... Does it matter what, what period the aspects come in? Um, I think you've got it. I think... Just as they're I, developed? Or ha, do you yeah, have I mean, you, in a certain order? Um, You don't have to. Usually they end up that way. But you're not going to be like... I mean, when you make your final sheet, at least... When I make my character, I, I don't have, like, phase one, phase two. I mean, I do that when I'm creating him, and then afterwards, just you put them all together. You know where they came Cause from. Because I, I could slightly rearrange it, and Brutally Honest and Has Three Brothers could be the first two. Like, that's her childhood. And then the second two is the war, and that is where um, she has the... The Jill of All Trades, Mistress of None and Bat Out of Hell. And now Phase 3, if she's getting older, she's got to get that story. Oh, yeah. And That's good. As, as and like then one other one you haven't thought of. So, yeah. one, so one is brutally honest. All right, I'll just rearrange yeah. that. Okay. 
And so I just need a second. Yeah, it says write down a brief summary of the events of the phase, including the name and fate of your mentor. You've already kind of. I don't have a mentor. Can you all make me a mentor, please? Peregrine is your mentor. No, he was my fiance. Well, he would be like. He was my beloved. What? He could still be your mentor. No, he wasn't my mentor. He was my main squeeze. Big diff. Hello. Okay, when I when you came up with Peregrine, that was when I said this is the way you find the person who sponsored your membership into the Century Club. So I figured they were one and the same. May, I have no. I have to find that person after Peregrine dies. I'm probably despondent and, <laughs> and be hysterical. I need to be pulled out of my despair. Be hysterical if you ran over your mentor with your motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> What well, a noble met. way for a centurion to die. <laughs> well, I didn't say she killed him. <laughs> just give him a serious She hurt. thought she did. That's how they met. <laughs> Sorry. Now now there you go. Look at how you dented my bike. So. <laughs> Sorry, I'll try not to next time. <laughs> so, yeah, so after Peregrine's killed... Um, I'm looking for, I'm probably having a very low time of it, and I've probably done some damage to myself trying to, you know, kill the pain, and that's when I meet my mentor, I'm sure. <laughs> that's what I'd do, yeah. Now we've got to figure out what happened to him or her. The mentor person? Yeah, because they've either somebody, died or... Could somebody, could, somebody have, could somebody have booby-trapped my motorcycle and I lend it to my mentor? Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Some nefarious unknown. Oh, isn't that evil? That's just. Ooh. I get these ideas. That's terrible. What a lovely story hook for the dear GM. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Give me a fate point. Hello. Man who started yet, she wants the fate points. It's great. <laughs> I've got 15 fade points now. <laughs> you guys probably have bucket loads all stored up from the last time. I need to catch no, up. They Not really. <laughs> do they carry over, or no. do they fade away nope. after every game? They fade away after every well, game. You start out with, well, wait, do they? I don't remember. Shit. Well, if, <laughs> you, that up, if you have more than 10, then they do reset to, to, uh, to 10 yeah. at the next... Ed, ed, adventure. If you end an adventure with less than ten, you'll refresh back up to the the full ten for the next one. Oh, all right. That's right. That's fair. Okay, so I've got, I've got, I'm still on my fifth aspect, and do I need a name for my mentor person? We've figured out how to dispose of them. <laughs> but uh, here they are in their name. You guys create my mentor, please. I am all ears and all agog. Um. Mentor would be, I don't know, um, was a centurion from the 1800s named Rick Brazen. <laughs> Richard, please. <laughs> oh, no, he's Rick. He's, he's a, Rick. <laughs> he's a good old boy. He was... Uh, Rick Brazen. He was a, he was a rootin' tootin' cowboy back in his time. Hey, if Lucas can have Darth Maul and General Grievous, then by God, I can have Rick Brazen and feel Rick good Brazen, about it. Rick Brazen, the root tootin' cowboy. <laughs> that inspires me. 
to mock me. I'm not. Fuck, fuck, fuck. No, fine. I asked you to make one up for me. I don't know. I'm just. But throwing. I just kill them off. I don't invent them. I kill them <laughs> off. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so, for the advice. You're dead. So what other aspects <laughs> did I get from this time with with um, Rick? Well, that's the thing. You you get. Uh, I've got the got to get that story, and I need another aspect from this phase. Uh. Well, this is still phase two. The mentor and no, stuff. No, I was in three, wasn't I? No, we. The mentor and stuff happens. Look, in all right, phase. I'll draw an arrow. Fine. Okay. Well, I've Rick got Brazen my phase. Was during World I've got War my I. aspect from phase two. Then. I think we should just go through and write down all the possible aspects. And then at the end of it, just, he teaches uh, me trick riding <laughs> <laughs> to help with my bat out of hell. <laughs> <laughs> How to hang off the side of the bike and pop wheelies and all kinds of great stuff. Thanks, Rick. You're the best. Uh, That's actually kind of cool. I'm trying to think how we could pulpy. Like how can we? What is a more pulpy, a pulpy way of uh, standing on the seat? You know. Tr- no, I understand the actions involved. But I'm just trying to think of a pulpy way of phrasing the aspect. That's my. That's where I always get kind of. Well, isn't that the? Isn't that the bad out of hell? Or we nope. have to change bad out of hell. No, bad out of hell. I think it's be- perfectly fine in the bad out of hell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and then so Rick left from Rick, I get my bat out of hell. Oh, okay, so bat out of hell isn't just speed. It's basically <laughs> anything involving the motorcycle. Yeah. Daring. Anything daring. Daredevil? Mm-hmm. Bat daredevil out of hell. Daredevil. Daredevil. There you go. Okay. Okay. And, uh, meaning, okay. bat out of hell, meaning daredevil more than anything, I suppose, right? Fast, mm-hmm. fast and uh, curiously reckless. <laughs> hmm. Andros, that was that was that was great. Then then like, yeah. like wonders off to like Casablanca, right? <laughs> <laughs> was classic. <laughs> just just the way she said his name, you know. <laughs> Rick, <laughs> Rick Brazen. Yeah, don't worry, doll. We'll always have London. <laughs> hmm, a pattern develops. Yeah. Are we ready for phase phase uh, three then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We've got one I'm for gonna, phase three. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna read phase three and then I'm taking a bio break and y'all can talk amongst yourselves for a minute because um okay phase three says phase three is the character's first pulp novel starring him or her. Each mm. player needs to come up with the title for the novel starring his character in a fashion reminiscent of the pulps. The general pattern is character name versus slash in slash and the slash whatever adventurous thing. So you might have, um, well, let's see. I think it gives some examples below here. As such, Max Silver and the Pirates of Araby or Jet Black. Stop doing that. Or, sorry. <laughs> or Nick Tesla and the shocking shaman, shaman of Shanghai. Of Shanghai. <laughs> <laughs> we got our own examples, and yours was yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. brilliant. Hello. <laughs> that was fantastic, that one. Uh, oh. I want to read Jed Black Stop Doing That personally. <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. Well, actually... 
pulpy adventures from a non-PC age. <laughs> yeah. Well, I came up with her name, so you can, you guys can can invent her story, her novel. How about that? I feel I've done my part here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because you've done all this other detail. Surely you can come up with a cool... Oh, no, I can't. Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> oh, no, I can't. Oh, Look behind yeah. you. Look behind you. Uh, here, <laughs> Nikki, you picked up a... You picked up a, a Penny Dreadful or a dime novel or whatever the hell they call them off the shelf at the local drugstore. It's got your picture on it. Yeah. Trixie Trueheart's picture on it. Yeah. She's There's something else in the picture because she's an extreme action danger pulpy <laughs> adventure thing setting. And there's um, a title on the cover. Um, what's in the picture and what's the title? I, I don't know. But I do have to share this with you guys because this is the perfect time for it. I picked up... From, no, really, it's very funny. From from my favorite local used bookstore, it is a pulp novel from... <laughs> and this was written for the menfolk, which really cracks me up. What year was this? By John Clark Bowman. <laughs> from 1954, copyright 1953, Isle of Demons. He bought her love at a sword's point. <laughs> Calculated to raise the blood pressure, Chicago Tribune. <laughs> Hell, you could even have that. Trixie Trueheart and the Isle of Demons. Isle of Demons. Ooh. Pierre de Chabot's flashing sword point had won in fame, fortune, and the reckless love of beautiful and passionate Marguerite de la Roque. <laughs> but could it slash through the evil web of 16th century politics? Is that not a crack-up? The Isle yeah, of yeah, Demons. I'd actually like to read that book. <laughs> 25 cents and worth every penny. So, wow. I haven't started it yet, but you gotta love it. <coughs> Trixie Trueheart and... Uh, but shouldn't it be teas? Shouldn't it be alliterative? Doesn't it doesn't have to be. The terrible tumpty tumpty tumpty. Trixie Trueheart. I don't know. Um, Trixie Trueheart and the terror of Tuntagot. The something something terror and the something no this is something Trixie Trueheart Tumpty 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 one two three three Tumpties Trixie Trueheart and the Tumpty 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 and the terror and the terror of Tunguska there you go mm. Tunguska or Tunduska. is it a fake place Tunduska. or a real place should it be Tunisia no. she wouldn't go to Tunisia no, that's but, hot no. there it's an adventure she had when she was eight years old Tunguska. <laughs> <laughs> She could go to Tunisia if she was in the Century Club. That, that, if that was her, there, there's no limit to where she could go. Well, there might be a story there. Yeah. Well, the outside world didn't really find out that anything was big happened in Tunguska in, like, mid-Russia un, until the uh, 1920s or so, didn't they? Yeah, that is true. didn't exactly it. make it... Uh as news all over the world. Yeah, the Tunguska, uh, Tunguska Blast of 1908, and um, Trixie Trueheart could have found out that uh, somebody was actually responsible for that and was going to do it again. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Testing a super-secret terror weapon? Bum, bum, bum. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Those dirty rats, they can't be allowed to get away with that. <laughs> <laughs> this is sounding more and more like an aspect. 
Yeah, uh, it really is. Be allowed to get away with that? <laughs> instead of That's doing not the, right. Those yeah. dirty rats. <laughs> the, yeah, I think instead of the uh, got to get the story, the aspect should be those dirty rats can't get away with that. Is that a little <laughs> aspect, you think? That's I don't, better. I, that I think has, yeah, that is better because that has a bit more of an, uh, of an uh, edge to it. And, yeah. and it puts more puts more reason into why she's got to get that story. Yeah. So do we keep got to get that story or change it to those dirty rats? They shouldn't be allowed to get away with that. So we're or both change of them. It. Change it? Or, or if she wants to, she could keep both. I mean, if you want to, you, you could keep both, depending on what else we come up well, with. Well, if I keep both, that takes care of the third phase, you see. And so it's Trixie Trueheart and the Terror of... Tuck, yeah, but they're, they're awfully similar, though. I can't see Yeah, them. they are. But so? Well, gotta, I don't know. It seems to me that got to get that story. There are is, certain differences. Yeah, got to get that story is uh, is more Subtle of an empty. impetus for an impetus for her to go and do something that's like really not entirely wise at the time, like getting on the train or 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 putting on a disguise Without and getting into the crowd or, with the you know, gangsters. Look, I'll leave I'll leave part of my scarf here. The guys will find me, I'm sure. But I've got to go listen to what Mr. Big's saying. Exactly that kind of thing. <laughs> Those Just dirty rats. Six, six oafish yeah. henchmen. I have to go. I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. And actually, the the uh, the those 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 dirty rats one actually has a somewhat wider uh, scope than the got to get that story thing because the got to get that that, that well, story is, is mainly involved that, huh? like even bullies on the exactly. street. Those dirty rats. They can't get away with that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, let's go on, and and we'll see what other aspects come up, and then we can switch out if we need to, and we'll just rats. go from there. They so can't we can... get away. They shouldn't get away with that. They can't get away with that. I would say can't, but uh, it's they up can't. to you. That's more definitive. They can't. They can't get away with that. Yeah. <laughs> now there was something. I love the squeaky in... voice. <laughs> yeah, so do I. <laughs> yeah. There was something in the uh, character description that really just stood out with, with me. What was, what was this about learning how to use quills as like, weapons? Yeah, I love that, too. Oh, oh or, she, or um, she makes stiletto heels, long steel hat pins, and steel-nibbed fountain pens into amazingly effective weapons. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> well, this, that's, of course, before we get into the more modern age. <laughs> but, yeah, but a steel hat find pins a, a way serious ass Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I was thinking, because there's yeah, the... That's... Improvised weapons stunt, which she could take, but we're not there yet. But I do think that would be well, cool. No, well, no, that. it's it's just by by, by making it an 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 aspect. They all don't all necessarily have to be the the double edged thing, as as long as quite a few of them are. But this is definitely right. something that defines something that she does. Yeah, I agree. And on that note, I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Talk amongst yourself. I'm how sorry. How do I spell? How do I spell ton ton de- just, T U N T U N G U S K T U N G U S K K correct A A A Tungusta Tunguska Tunguska The Terror of Tunguska Excellent Cool. One, of the, one of the mysteries of the 20th century. One of the first yeah. mysteries yeah. of the 20th century. <laughs> one How appropriate. Of, mm. uh, first, was this a real thing? Uh, I yes. Yeah. Of? Really? Oh, yeah. sorry. Mm-hmm. Mysteries of the 
20th. What was it really? Because I am I'm woefully ignorant. It was a blast. Something blew up there. Yes. Yeah. Oh. They don't Something know for big sure. Blew up there. They, they don't know what. And it's never been but solved. They know something. Nope. Trees flattened outward in a wide radius. Really? Yeah. It was a, it was a blast that was um, uh, that surpassed some of the modern uh, atomic um, weapons. But wow. there, there there wasn't uh, there wasn't a radioactive element to it. It wasn't like you know. Well, this no fracture. You know, and this was somewhere in, the, in Siberia. In Siberia, yeah. Russia. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, I, I've never heard of that. And it left no crater. No, but the blast yeah. wave, uh, blast wave was uh, registered in um, weather stations. What, all, as far, all the way to England? So it wasn't. So, yeah. Oh, there's pictures. So it wasn't. Oh, yeah. um, it wasn't like uh, uh, oh the crack crack the thing Krakatoa, Krakatoa no. that was a volcano no. that exploded. Mm. It wasn't that. No, no it no. was just no. It was just some something happened there. Nobody really knows what. Yeah, I think the best guess was it's a com. It was a comet. Mm-hmm. Really. God, you guys make me show my ignorance. I did not even know that Tunguska was a real. Place oh, please, until... I was already saying I had no oh, idea yeah. it was a real thing. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is why I like fantasy games, because I know so little about real-world geography. It's <laughs> sickening. Oh, okay, <laughs> when you look at this it or or hear about it, I mean, it's, it is like a fantasy thing. If that's in see, oh, it's yeah. stranger it's than we sure. know or that we could, can know. Um, wow. Yeah, there's movies. Well, no, there's actually movies photo. from... Uh, uh, from a Russian researcher that went out to check it out, uh, they have old movies. Really? Okay. Photograph from the Soviet Academy of Science 1927 expedition. Yeah, you're right. The trees are all just lying down. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But not burned. Wow. And that was almost 20 years later. And nobody's ever stepped forward to say, oh, sorry, that was me. Uh, well, if anybody had no, that kind of power, there's, there's theories like crazy. I mean, the, some people said it was uh, some people said it was Tesla. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But it was literally out in the middle of nowhere. Hmm. That's nice well, wasn't it, wasn't it in Australia where, uh, where the, um, uh, what was the name, the apocalyptic group from Japan, the ones that released the sarin gas in the subways and in Japan, they had a compound out in uh, Australia, and they set off a tiny little atomic bomb, and it took three years before it was figured out where it had happened from, because it was in the middle of the desert, and people were like, oh, what the hell was that? <laughs> After that group kind of imploded. They found the compound in the radiation. <laughs> wow, so yeah, even wow. in Australia today, this was this was in the nineties. You could go set off a wee bomb, and uh, they'll sort it out a few years down the road, maybe. Wow, <laughs> isn't that scary? Anyway. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's in um, Bill Bryson's uh, "In a Sunburned Country." Fabulous book about his. Hmm. Trundling around Australia. Anyway, um, so have we settled on the, t- the Tunguskan t- Trixie Trueheart and the and the terror of Tunguska? Hard to say, but Ooh, I like that's it. good. One yeah. of the yeah. first mysteries of the 20th century. Bum bum yeah. bum. 
So now she's got she's got six aspects and a mentor who unfortunately is gone now, and yeah. she's got a novel. And well, we're still working on the novel now. We're still well, that's working a on good the novel. novel. I like it. I'm not saying it's not a good. <laughs> I am not saying it's not a good novel. I'm just saying we're not yes, quite done are. with it yet. No, I'm. A... You're being hypercritical of my novel. I am not. But she's not going to wear furs because she's into cruelty. If I am, if I am coming across as hypercritical of your novel, no, you're saying... not. I'm teasing, okay. Eric. So Although he hated Chapter Four. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Well, who did really? Chapter Four did kind of dragged a bit. But yeah. five, five perks right up. That's right. <laughs> So the, the next thing in the novel, which we've kind of started already, is uh, then each player needs to think up a story to go with his title. The story doesn't need to have a lot of detail. In fact, it should be no more detailed than the blurb on the back of a paperback. I can't tell you it's top secret. <laughs> Got out of that one. Ah. <laughs> But, oh, oh, if it wasn't top secret, the stories I could tell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't know where to go with that. That's, You're not going to uh, let me get away with it, are you? <laughs> you're, yeah, rewriting history here. <laughs> the history of the publishing uh, industry. <laughs> so, since in normal circumstances, if we were all creating our characters at the same time, one of us would be guest starring in her or, yeah, in her novel. I guess well, I we have should... to have a drinking bout with Hank. I gotta drink him under the table, right? <laughs> <laughs> 27 shots of rye, wasn't it, Hank? Or <laughs> 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 you finally gave up. <laughs> Well, I don't think I ever went into the uh, alcoholic capacity of, uh, or did I? Not that I, I recall. Know. I'm sure I must have created a character at some point that couldn't handle his liquor. 27 uh, shots is not handling it. <laughs> Maybe that's why he can't tell a good, tell a good joke. That's why he, he's had too much to drink. Or no, when he's had too much to drink, he can tell excellent jokes. Hmm. <laughs> He's a bit sensitive, though. He thinks everyone doesn't like them. <laughs> right, so, um, I guess one thing at a time, huh? I have to write the back blurb of my novel. You guys can write the back blurb of the novel because you know more about this than I do. Ah, it's your novel. It's your adventure. It's Trixie yeah. Trueheart in, in The Terror of Tunguska. Yes, but Although, your imagination. Though I can tell you, it seems like in each of our novels, one of the other of us wound up getting kidnapped yeah. and had to be rescued. Oh, how funny! <laughs> yeah, basically, when you when you star in somebody else's novel, you're a guest star, and you're supposed to be like kind of a supporting role because it's supposed to be their, you know, their story because they're on the cover and all the rest of that. But uh, if I were to pick somebody to be in 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 your novel, it would be Nick Tesla because of the Tunguska connection. Hmm. Because if Nick Tesla did actually, well, no, well, yeah, because he would have been a crazy little eight-year-old experimenting with all kinds of crap. <laughs> <laughs> and if he did actually have that terror weapon or that electric wave that made use of the ionosphere, 
or, you know, figured he'd be safe by burying it in his backyard and <laughs> pointing it downward. Wait, if they're both eight, would they be at a birthday party and she double-dog dares him to push the button? Carrying <laughs> 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 around? <laughs> Oh, that'd be funny. And years later, it came back to home. And years later, they go and look at it. That's just Somebody... a stupid box with a stupid button. It won't do anything. Yes, it will. No, it won't. Yes, it will. No, it won't. Yeah, years later, Nick Tesla opens up the opens up the newspaper and uh, reads a human interest story about something that happened in Russia in 1908 and does the math and suddenly goes, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I have been toying with the idea of making Nick Tesla actual son of Nikola Tesla, but then I didn't know if I wanted to do that because I don't... Then I start getting into, well, he, I don't even know if he really had any sons, and then I start thinking, idiot, who cares? It's fiction. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that would make perfect sense with the, they laughed at my father, but they aren't going to laugh at me because Nick Tesla had some pretty out-there, funky, fresh... Funky fresh ideas about electricity. Maybe the box with the button was his dad's that he lifted That's off. That's what I was thinking. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Why you bring it to a birthday party? I'm not quite sure. <laughs> mm. Well, I my, one of my thought was was for some reason she decides to investigate the events in 19 whatever it is, and then finds out she has something to do with it. So or through her investigation, or she goes to, he comes into the story because she goes to see him about what's, what it is. Yeah. Hmm. Does she subscribe to the theory that one should report the news and not be the news? <laughs> oh. oh, that's a tricksy one, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Not this time, anyway. Uh, yeah. No, she she reports the news. She isn't the news, right? Right. You yeah. she tells about who got killed not, without getting killed herself. That's right. See, right. That helps. Yeah. And now I totally want to play a like Hunter S. Thompson type character for whatever game in the. But go on. I'm just. That's just Well, all of those ideas are great. Could you make it work and I'll write it down, please? <laughs> what do I pay you people for? Get cracking. <laughs> right, how how old is she in her first? This is post-World War I. Um, this is the so, 20s. So the first so she, novel, so, so she's, she's, she's in yeah. her early 20s. She's in her early 20s. And uh, she's already oldest... met her mentor, so she hasn't. she stopped aging after she... Met and lost her mentor. Is that how it works? No, you mentor's dead, so she's taken over, and now she doesn't age anymore. So she actually is probably like eighteen or nineteen looking. Well, the age doesn't have anything to do with the mentor. It's just that's just um, that's just they don't really explain the age thing. It's just sort of because in terms of the war, in terms of her fiance being shot down. He would have been shot down, say, the end of the war around in 1918. So she would have been 18 at that point. Right. When Peregrine, poor Peregrine, when Peregrine was killed. Um, and his life, they, they took his life from him. 
Yeah, Ooh. well, it was probably one of the last Thank you. enough out of it. Thank you. I was boring that. that <laughs> so it would have been like one of the last big dogfights of the war before the war ended. Like they thought they were going to be over it. And then, of course, it's see how tragic it all is. So then she goes into her well of despair and then she meets her mentor. So somewhere around by 1919, she's met the mentor. I don't know when you want to bump the mentor off. How long do you get to keep your mentor anyway? Uh, it doesn't really specify. Before they get long enough for him to say, you've got potential, you should... So, should, uh, so she's hung out with Nick just long enough how to how to ride like a bout out of hell and and pick up some of his daredevil ways and maybe even some ooh, some interesting pixel, pistol shooting tricks like he learned out west and maybe <gasps> rope tricks rope tricks always go down a treat anyway <laughs> uh, <laughs> good old Nick he was brilliant Nick Brazen and, and then sure, and he somebody booby trapped her motorcycle <laughs> and he told you about the Centurion uh, Club the Century Club. <laughs> totally told me about that, which I didn't quite believe it at the time, but I was going to look into it because it's a good story there somewhere. And yeah, there you go. Maybe, maybe because she looks into Tunguska, she's heard of it, she's going to go investigate it, and then her motorcycle's booby-trapped and Nick is killed. So now oh, we're in nice. the- And it was meant for her. It was meant for me, but she doesn't quite figure it out why yet, but because she's going to go investigate because she heard about it in a bar somewhere. And uh, so now it's the 20s. She has to get, be a flapper somehow for a little while anyway. Because it's too obnoxious to not. And <laughs> Maybe that's how she learns about Tunguska. She's a flapper after... In a Russian bar. <laughs> well, no, she doesn't have to be in Tunguska at the time to hear about something that piques her curiosity in Tunguska. Tunguska. Yeah, maybe, maybe just some some people chatting at a at a party, one of those parties, the you know the the society parties where the interesting mm-hmm. and the 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 upper crust and the the scientific folk. Ooh, and also spiritualists. Oh, throw some. <gasps> Can she meet Harry Houdini? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I hear a sport. No sporting. No, no. <laughs> and he if he was around at the time, sure. Escape artist tricks. Um. <laughs> and look at her get out of those handcuffs, kids. And, uh, <laughs> 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 <She's> so jealous. <laughs> no rope can hold her. <laughs> Not she laughs at him. <laughs> she, she's she's naive, right? <laughs> She was, not anymore. Yeah, we didn't, <laughs> she doesn't understand why they want to try the handcuffs on her. <laughs> to prove that she can get back out of them, I'm sure. Obviously. <laughs> Isn't that why you put them on? <laughs> Here you go. She's, so, at, she, she's at a flapper party. She's at a flapper party. Yes. She's at a flapper party. A, a bohemian. Okay. Yes, uh, there's bohemian people there. Supper party filled with all kinds of assorted folk. Yes, suddenly she's out on the balcony um, having a black cigarette. And, uh, and, uh, and a and, Russian uh, poet, a Russian poet, slips a note into her hand that uh, that indicates um, this Tunguska thing that everybody's uh, talking about. Well, there's bad people over in Russia that are planning to do it again, and their names are. Oh yeah, a poison dart in the neck. A poison dart in the neck gets him, and oh. all he gives you is an address in Russia for you to investigate. And Trixie Trueheart is hot on the trail of the evildoers who are going to try and recreate the Tunguska explosion over Moscow. And she's Chelsea, got to stop it. Now, see, here's yeah. a question I have. Wow. Yeah. Does this take place before 
the mentor or I mean after uh Rick Brazen dies or does this take place and the two of them go to Russia to investigate this and while they are there the bad guys during the course of the investigation find out that she's investigating booby trap the motorcycle and that's when that whole thing goes down oh they don't have to go together she can go and tell Nick about it and after she's told Nick about it a couple days later he goes to borrow the motorcycle and the motorcycle explodes that's good sounds good he doesn't get to go to Russia he gets blown up it's very Mm -hmm. sad so you just just don't want to go there do you (laughs) (laughs) nobody gets to do anything fun but me it's my book I'm the only one who gets to do something fun (laughs) (laughs) so it is not the Tunguskan terrorists who blew up the motorcycle or is it what that's a question mark cool but people start dropping like flies. No. <laughs> but that's only going to make me more determined to go and see what happened in Tunguska. So. Well, that's plenty for those dirty rats. Can't get away with this. Yes. <laughs> Got to get that story. So. I won't be scared off. Yeah. So that's definitely going to be an aspect from this phase of those dirty rats. God, do I have to write all that down now? Uh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I got it noted here. Good. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've got a lot of it. So we've set up poor, poor Rick. Rick. Rick gets the axe in the early twenties. Well, the cool part about the fact that Rick Brazen gets uh, gets killed in your novel is it doesn't have to be any one of us. <laughs> <laughs> your mentor That's takes the place of one of the other uh, one of the other. Uh, I could kill off you guys, or what? Putting you in my novel. Is that what you're saying? Oh. Yeah, yeah, one of us gets put well, in. I actually, when you said the party, Mark, I thought you were going to say that that I um I met Nick Tesla at the party. No, I just uh, I but just that's wanted to cool get the, the Russian poet hands over the. Yeah. I just wanted to come up with a big shovel full of blurbs so that we could get past six. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it's done. Okay, we got a blurb there. Look, I got a blurb. Yeah. All right, moving along. Seven. Okay, let's see. So yeah, you get two aspects from the novel. We've got one, which is the dirty rat. Oh, we've, and got we've got two. We got two. Oh, uh, the, uh, the other one. What happened was, okay, I've, got, right. I've got six, and the the first two were brutally honest and has three brothers. The mm-hmm. second two are bad out of hell and Jill of all trades, mistress of none, because she's learned that from the war as well, right? She learned how to ride and all of that in the war, and, and she's starting to get a grip for how to just blend in and do whatever she needs to do. The third set are got to get that story, and those dirty rats, they can't get away with that. Cool. Okay. She's got her novel, uh, Trixie Trueheart and the Terror of Tunguska, <laughs> and she had a mentor, Rick Frazen, Rootin' Tootin' Cowboy, but he's gone now. So... <laughs> But yeah. And now I don't know how we're going to do phase four and five, um, because technically what? Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Just <laughs> actually, I thought of a way that um, one of us can get, or maybe more than one of us could get involved. Is if if Rick was already a member of the Century Club and then died, they could have sent other Century Club members to investigate. Uh, oh, there we go. <laughs> That's how I get to meet you. Maybe guys? that's how she meets. That's how she meet. Maybe that's how she meets. Uh, 
Nick, and then that's where mm-hmm. they get into the Tunguskin thing. Is once they've met, then they start. They, <laughs> they remember the party met. with the box and the button. <laughs> yeah, it's that just was a, you. you so... <laughs> that's right. I hadn't seen you since third grade. <laughs> <laughs> and Your you voice is still squeaky. <laughs> And you ate my ice cream, if I recall properly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Hello? Oh, crap. I went away. Oh. Testing, oh. checking. Testing, yeah. checking. Hello. 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 Power failure. Uh, oh. Is that what went away. That's what I had. I had a complete, um, everything went black except for my monitor. Um, oh, bummer. Because I've got this battery back Welcome back. Thing. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Yeah. I thought it was because my yeah, silly that... cat was walking to the keyboard again. No, you didn't do it. It was over here. Everything went uh, dark and battery backup kept the PC running, but not the yeah. router. <laughs> Your cat tries to send text yeah, messages, I, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think she says, get me out of here. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but she, she just walked across the keyboard, and then you guys were gone. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happened. Speaking of the weird timing that happened, just as I was switching uh, Windows in my web browser from the uh, email that we had open earlier to a MySpace page that I want to mention before we all go, but it's not right now. It's just that that timing. It's like sw- switch window, everything goes quiet. <laughs> but I already had it loaded. Perfect timing. But anyway, where were we? Yeah. Wow. Uh, we're discussing the other phases. Normally, what happens is. Everybody writes down their not their title and synopsis of their novel on a piece of paper, and if we they get shuffled around, so mm. um, so we get basically all the characters guess end up guest starring in each other's stories. Oh right, I was going to suggest that we could tell her what uh, the title and brief synopsis is of our novels, and she can decide which ones she wants to be involved in. Yeah, and. Since we already had her and Nick meet up, I'm gonna I'm, my part. My work is done here, as far as it goes. I think. Mm-hmm. Think. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the internet to load so I can find my character sheet so that I can no find my novel description. Server not found. Oh, great. Okay, fine. Okay, I get my cool. sheet someplace else. Yeah. You got yours ready, Mark? Uh, Actually, I don't really remember what Stan Rocket's novel was way back in the Roll Monkey days when I first created him. Oh. So I was wondering why I didn't have anything written down. <laughs> well, yeah. Andros, have you got yours? Yeah, yeah. I got... Reggie Forthright and the Night of the Chupacabra. (laughs) (laughs) It's Reggie? Yes, Reggie. It's about um, 
group of Aztec nationalist separists, separates, separatists uh, trying to reform the ancient Aztec nation from their Palo Mesa base in the southwestern United States. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> Oh, my. Did you have to participate in rites to Quasicotl, the feathered serpent god? Uh, we don't go there. I don't know if I said that right, actually. <laughs> Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl. I've yeah. never actually heard it said. Isn't that funny? There's a couple of different There's a reason for that. Wait, so tell me again. Reggie Forth, right, and the... Night of the writing. Chupacabra. Night of the... C H U P A. C H U P A, yeah. C A B R A. I think that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Chupacabra. Got it. Yes, so they were using trained chupacabra to um, harass the local farmers and drive them off. And Reggie. He being a big, big, um, big game hunter of the supernatural, decided wow. it was a prime opportunity. And um, I think I remember a couple of the other guys were involved in this. As far as um, well, I, didn't 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 Hank have to do with? Uh, he usually has something to do with um, thwarting bombing plots, and I think they also had a bombing plot of something. Or is it you scaling their mesa with a bomb to blow it up or something? <laughs> Nick Tesla scaled the mesa with a with uh, his um, static shoes. Oh right, right. Hank the static uh, shoes. I wrote down. Hank investigates is captured. Uh, escapes by causing chaos through cross-wired traps, nearly killed by cultists, but is saved by the sharpshooting of Reggie. Yeah. Ah. So, the novel was fraught with danger. Yes. Of course it was. <laughs> with with vicious, long, pointy teeth. Yes. <laughs> fierce. Very, very fierce. Thanks for the that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No bleeding hearts. No bleeding hearts went unpunished in that book. Oh. <sighs> yeah. Next. <laughs> next is um. Next. Next is uh, Hank Bugle and the Antarctic Anarchists. Oh yeah. <laughs> the the fist from the farm finds himself pitted against Rakto, the Hawaiian lunatic. Out of the frozen wastes of the Antarctic, Rakto is plotting to unleash an army of zombie Bolsheviks who will blow up the entire world. Right. And, and you uh, saved. And you I, saved. I uh, saved the entire world by stopping Rakto. Reggie, oh, yeah. Reggie became involved when he discovered a subplot that uh, that had to do with it that con- uh, concerned exploding penguins, and it infuriated <laughs> him so much that he charged the base. Uh, serving as a, a quite a quite a destructive force unleashed upon Racto on in his own right, uh, Nick Tesla is involved in the novel because he was kidnapped by Racto to electronically electrically jumpstart the dead Bolsheviks because of his uh, prowess with electricity. Totally, what you do with dead Bolsheviks is jumpstart. Yeah, I mean you need a certain you need more than just a 12 volt battery. 
Oh, I've got a voodoo queen somewhere. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But not yet. <laughs> That'll be my next novel. So you've got a, 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 an insane Hawaiian criminal mastermind named Bracto who wants to blow up the world with zombie Bolsheviks, or you've got secret Aztec nationalist cultists bent on reconquering the U.S. It's uh, <laughs> your choice which novel you want to be in. Both make great stories for your reporter. <laughs> They're both terrific. Ooh, how to choose, how to choose. I want to be in both. <laughs> is there is there room for two? There might be room for two. There are two more phases, so yeah, actually. Yeah. Oh, that's right, yeah. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> so I get to be in both? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Greg Shaw could have had as his villainous henchman, or woman in this case, a voodoo queen. And, <laughs> oh. mm. <laughs> bringing back, bringing back exploded penguins. No, no, no. Wreck, wreck, They had like little bomber vests. <laughs> <laughs> and they're stomping along in their cute little way. Um, which one should I in first? Doesn't it matter? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. But from however you are involved in, or from Basically, you get two more aspects from each of these uh, novels. I'm going to throw some. I'm going to throw some metagame stuff at you here. If yeah. It's all right. Help. <laughs> um, yes. You. Uh, you. You. Uh, aside from aspects of your personality, um, and mm-hmm. we love that pun. Aspects. <laughs> uh, there. Are, you're. You're also. There's also the possibility, if you want to, to have. And I think this is correct. Uh, a vehicle or a device or something that is special to you or your character that can mm-hmm. be one of your act, uh, one of your aspects. For example, Stan Rocket's one of Stan Rocket's aspects is his car, is the Rocket yep. car. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there's something that uh, Trixie Trueheart, uh, whether it's a device or a weapon or um, camera, something that or she always carries around with her, that was- camera, yeah. That was actually why I mentioned. That was why I I had actually mentioned her her like various weapon talents mentioned in her character oh. description earlier. Yeah, that too. That because in, in exactly in the in the novels, uh, you would actually this is where you would actually be in your own novel and then anybody else's novel. You'd be coming head to head with the bad guys, and what you specifically do to to deal with them. Uh, destroy them, uh, escape from them, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, opens Something up the door for that like kind of thing. Like can make a weapon out of a personal effect or a or a fashion accessory. <laughs> yeah, I mean this is, this, that's the thing. If, if deadly uh, if, fashion accessories. Mm. Mm. Oh, okay, I like that. Steel happens and 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 pens. <laughs> Pens, yeah, pens. I like the pen. Mm-hmm. Even a brooch, you know, in a in a, in a mm-hmm. pinch. Big chunky rings. They're good in a fist fight. Um, all right. So weapons, uh, fashion items as weapons. Is that what you're saying? Personal, personal items. Hmm. Weapons yeah. out of. Trying to come up with a pulpy way to say it, but it would have to yeah. essentially it would grow out of the story of. Uh, personal effects. 
Mm. Personal deadly fashion. fashion. Hmm. You said deadly fashion. That's what it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. deadly fashion. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. But well done. Should we just call it that? <laughs> there you go. Deadly fashion accessories. <laughs> deadly accessories. Or oh, dress to kill. There you go. Yes. That's great. Okay, yes. <laughs> With kill in quotation marks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or maim. Dress to <laughs> kill. or maim. Dress to kill. Maim. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because you don't always need to take them out completely. All right, so that'll be aspect number seven. <laughs> So a quick example of, of a quick example of something uh, like that. I'm I'm a thug. I'm uh, I'm guarding the cell that Nick Tesla is in, um, where where they're keeping him until they get him to go work his electric magic on the zombies, and <clears throat> and um, you need to get past me, deactivate me, do something to neutralize this bad guy so that you can help get Nick out of the cell. And what would I do to do that, you mean? Yeah. Oh, I think I'd have to pull a hair comb out of my bun and uh, and probably rake you across the eyes or stab you in the throat or something fabulous like that. Because you wow. would never suspect it. A hair comb, <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then I always have bobby pins to pick the locks, of course. I was just going to say, that's another <laughs> aspect of that aspect. Oh, God. And I, wow. But yeah, that's another... <laughs> Another uh, nature of the aspect. I refuse to say aspect of the aspect. This guy is never locked box. Um, but yeah, that, that's. I was just thinking about that lock picking that box. And then you can also put a nemesis or something if you want as an aspect. Um, like I have the shocking shaman of Shanghai as one of Nick Tesla's aspects, mm-hmm. so that whenever yeah, and he shows up, and just, yeah. And uh, Heidenberg Monkey Wrench is is, um, is is one of Scan Rocket's nemesis, and it's one 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 of his aspects. Therefore, so. because he's a nemesis, nemesis, he's one of your nemesis. If you want, so what he can turn up when you least expect it, or have caused something to happen. Is, is Basically, that why? yeah. And. And when that does happen in the course of a game, you would get fate points for it. Oh. Huh. They don't have... What do they have in Russia? They don't have voodoo queens in Russia. Who could I have come up against in Russia that would be my nemesis in Russia? <laughs> Rasputin. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. Huh. Interesting cross connections. Hmm. Yeah. Do you really think that they actually managed to like kill him even once they dumped him in the like river? After all the other things that they tried failed. Doesn't that isn't that insane? You know, everything they attempted, they still couldn't quite manage it. And weren't two of them army officers or something? Anyway, um, something like that. You think they'd be competent about killing people? <laughs> that's, that's right. That's what their underlings are for. That's uh, right. So, so don't we need the name Ivan or Natasha in there somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> you want to do Boris. Boris. <laughs> <laughs> <Day> squirrel. 
I love that. <laughs> Dogging Trixie Two Heart Steps in all of her investigations. Boris Moose and Squirrel. Yes. Now we're getting dangerously close to Cartoon Action Hour. Oh, uh, running away, running away. The part of my close to June, actually. <laughs> Rasputin and the Mad Monks of something. Um. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, that's well, a possibility well, anyway. You have the option to make... Uh, the bad monks of Muhammad. <laughs> Not <no. laughs> you, you have the option to make an arch nemesis uh, one of your of aspects Minsk. if you wish. Teenage Mutant Tunguska Turtles. <laughs> The Mad Monks of Minsk. That now that has a good ring to it, doesn't it? Does it does have a good ring to it. Okay, we got to put that in there somewhere. Yeah, just because it's funny as hell. Mad Monks of Minsk. Hmm. Make mince meat. They don't of mince the around. Monks monks. <laughs> you know, not all the details about um, the Arctic anarchists uh, were filled in, and in order for Rakto, the Hawaiian lunatic, to get the zombie Bolsheviks to the Antarctic in the first place, he had to have somebody help him. Mm-hmm. Because if they weren't jump-started by the time he got there, then they were just a whole bunch of zombie lunatics, uh, zombie so Bolsheviks. So obviously the Mad Monks of Minsk are who he teamed up with to get to the Antarctic. Precisely, uh, bingo, what you said. Yeah. So, all right, so they'll be part of the last, the last bit, right? Well, that would be number. That would be your second aspect for that novel. Mm-hmm. Your arch, the arch, Trixie Trueheart's arch nemeses are the Mad Monks of Minsk. Okay. Okay. So the so the um, Antarctic lunatic that will be part That's, of seven eight, and then Reggie Forthright and the Night of Chupa Chupa Cup. <laughs> no, just say goat sucker. You know that one with the wacky attack. That will be part of nine and ten. Goat suckers. Yep. Yeah, that's what it means. <laughs> See forthright and the jo- and oh. the and the goat night of the goat suckers. It's goat not as romantic sounding. <laughs> <laughs> but we can have some sort of crazy, some sort of crazy shaman priesty thing. Okay, so so for eight, my my nemesis. Which is an aspect. Nemesis are the mad monks of Minsk. I love that. That's so cool. <laughs> That's great. Yes, we are very big on alliteration in this group. We got love alliteration. But I want to make mincemeat of the mad monks. The mad monks. Especially if it puns, yes. <laughs> the, the mad monks of Minsk and the shocking shaman of Shanghai. <laughs> Okay, so we're almost done, guys. You're almost freeing off the hook. So nine. <laughs> well, we, we technically haven't gotten through Skelvin stunts yet, but uh, I don't know if it's meant to see those be, you know, because most of the group aspect mainly is the... Skills, escape artist. Um, okay, so nine and ten, two more. Just throw them out there. That goes with Aztec ass-kicking. And, um... Um... 
Mm. Mm. High lie? Don't they play high lie? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Picturing a hollowed out secret base Mesa in the southwest that's also got a high lie court. That's great. High lie court. I like it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is kicking. <laughs> uh, um, what do you suggest? I need to come up with the name of a leader for that group, I think. I'll have to think about that. Alphonse. The Aztec. Alphonse the Aztec. <laughs> I like it. Very Aztecian name. Daniel Bain made a campaign at one point. Uh, I think it's in Cuscadu. I think it's number one, actually. Uh, maybe number two. Of uh, a whole cyber, a whole dark future involving the Aztec culture, and he spelled it as tech with an H. Mm. I thought that was really cool. Has uh, <laughs> absolutely nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I just thought... But it was still pretty cool. So yeah. and, and, and you chased them down. They're hiding out in the southwest. Yes. Reggie chases them down in the southwest. Well, actually, he went, to, he went to hunt the Chupacabra not knowing they were associated with the... Um, Anarchic Aztecs. Uh, are Chupacabra a myth? Hey. Are they? Are they? Yeah. <laughs> or are they not? Yeah. Okay, what are Chupacabra? They said the Loch Ness Monster was a myth, too, but we no, went they, hunting but with I dynamite. Her in my exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a great no, way to get her into the story, because, because she would be investigating to see, are they... Are they uh, Myth or oh, I see. Yeah, that works. Oh, that would get her in the area too. Yeah, sure, sure. Chupacabra, Nikki, or um, uh, bi- bipedal paranormal creature with large red eyes, a spiny uh, back, um, the ability to to leap large distances, and uh, apparently phase in between realities and get into this particular reality and and drain the blood out of small mammals or goats uh, or livestock. Um, so the South American Brethren of Yeti is what we're saying here. <laughs> Pretty much. Not, like yeah. Not quite as big, anemic. but much more vampiric, like you said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they exist. I've seen them. More yeah. feral. <laughs> Chupacabra. Myth or legend? Um, <laughs> 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 so... So perhaps she has been sent out. Why would she have been sent out to investigate this to see myth or legend? Freelancing. She got yeah, a, she party to at a bohemian party. We're <laughs> better to hear about it. About two. <laughs> and she's got to get that story. <laughs> of course, she was just on vacation in Mexico. Archaeology, and happens to 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 run into him on a on a dig a haunted dig Ooh. a haunted dig where or she just heard her being carried from, off by Chupacabras <laughs> found drained. That's actually than what I was thinking. So yeah, that that, that could work. That's true. The Aztecs could have been um, uh, searching for uh, ancient artifacts to help them. Idols. Or a gold yeah. idol, lovely eyes. <laughs> Aren't they all? <laughs> various things that they might feel would help them control the region. Yeah. 
is there a particular god or deity that they're trying to encourage to come back to give them strength? An oh, idol or object or sacred something would help? Oh, yeah. So, so, something oh, violent and bloody that requires human sacrifices. Sure. Uh, it could okay. be Quetzalcoatl, that god that's easier to draw than say. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that was the it's one Aztec like, god that wasn't much into human sacrifices. Hmm. Oh, okay. Really? I thought they all were. What did he want, then? He wanted Plato. <laughs> <It's really scary. laughs> I'm sorry. I just made that up. <laughs> no idea. Really? <laughs> I, think, I think so, anyway. Anyway. Okay, so you um, are on a haunted archaeological um, okay. dig. Yeah. And... Uh-oh, someone left us. Uh-oh, who'd oh. I lose? Really? I heard the... I, I just, oh, I just heard the noise. Oh, here. oh okay, good. Oh. oh, okay, someone must have sent someone a text message then. I, I'm not so that's here. how I, I'm, I run I'm, uh, into you? Uh-huh. That's how I run into Reggie, because I'm on the haunted archaeological dig? Yeah, that sounds good. Hmm. And now I've got all these archaeologists and reporters to keep an eye on while I'm trying to hunt Chupacabra. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll help you prove that they're real or not. Gash <laughs> it all, these damned reporters. Gash it all, these are damned reporters. <laughs> I mean, this would be they so don't cool. even have any decent biscuits at tea time. <laughs> chocolate bits in. Look, I'll share my macaroons <laughs> if you want. They're great if you dunk them in coffee. Macaroons? <laughs> Capital. Lorna Dunes. Oh, Lorna Dunes. No, huh? Lorna Dunes. Lorna Dunes. <laughs> Nikki. That reminds me of the time I had Lorna Dunes and Brigadoon. <laughs> Do you know the way to guacamole? No, what? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you hung a few, hum a few tunes. Or, uh, let's see. Give, give me two aspects. I found a way to meet up with Reggie. Okay. Okay. Uh, but any aspects from it. Well, that's a good point. I'm trying to think if there are any, any facets of her background that you wrote up that we have This is covered. where I have to have the female nemesis. Evil female Aztecian priestess. Hmm. 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 I could save you from her wily clutches. <laughs> Could you now? Yeah, you know, you know I can. <laughs> Not gonna let those dirty rats get away with it. <laughs> that, that plot's as plain as the nose of my face, and he can't see. <laughs> Jeez, Reggie, can't you see she's playing you like a fish? <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that too blunt? <laughs> oh. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. I'll shut up. You guys. Um, yeah. Uh, well, actually, was was there anything in your initial uh, background write-up that uh, hasn't been covered yet? Everything she read there. You got the nosy thing that's covered by a good story. I would think. Abrasive. Uh, tackle any object. Pursuit story. Happens. We got. Squeamish wounds, nursing, not squeamish. Well, nurse injured, won't hunt or fish. Uh, um, no, we got it all. I hadn't gotten I'm, any farther. I'm coming up with a mystic aspect, and you can take it or leave it. Mm. Uh, 
uh, Nikki, if if, if you uh, if if one one of the aspects of the chupacabra mm-hmm. is yeah. that it uh, it has been reported to have hypnotic capabilities. Ooh. Um, uh-huh. As in, it can paralyze with its with its sight. Some people report that. Hmm. And if you want to prove that they're real, in order to prove that they're real, you got to get a picture of them. And if taking yeah. a picture of a chupacabra has the mystic aspect of stealing its soul, then the camera <sighs> gets the same hypnotic capabilities as a chupacabra. Huh. So I would have its soul trapped in the picture or in the camera? I'm in a camera. I'm, I'm, I, I would have I'm, a haunted camera? I'm fixated on this idea of the hypnotic camera. Oh. Oh. A haunted inspiring camera. The camera could be your gimmick? That's, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, as a reporter, and this, is, this isn't, as I said, take it or leave it. Um, it's just, as an aspect, it could be a device that you have with you as a reporter that obtains this ability through your adventure in... Uh, oh, I like that. So that's an aspect, or mm-hmm. is that a gimmick? That's an aspect? Actually, you know, if well, your camera... Sure. <laughs> that, that makes some sense. If your camera is an aspect then um, it makes it very hard to lose it. Okay, mm-hmm. so I have the haunted camera? The, the chupacabra? The chupacabra? The chupacabra? Oh, I love that! Camera. <laughs> the chupacabra! The chupacabra! <laughs> Nikki, is that alright with you? Okay. <laughs> yes, it's great! How would it not be? So I have the chupacabra, which is haunted by the soul... <laughs> Of a chupacabra uh, uh, that you took a picture of. At the risk of being self-aggrandizing, I'm rather proud of that. <laughs> that's, that's pretty damn good. That is pretty damn good. Take a fate point. Take a fate point. <laughs> I hope I'm getting easier at spelling that. Um, so, sort of, of the chupacabra. So it's it's and so it and it so can it has the ability to hit. If I flash at somebody or if I nudge it or something, it can hypnotize people. Thing. Sorry, say again. Eric said something about a flash thing. Oh, I just but, said she's got a flashy thing. She's got a flashy <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, essentially, it's I'm a hypnotic. So it will hypnotize people if I want it to. Maybe there's a, the- there, there, there's a bunch of rules in the um um the the, the spirit of the century rules about uh, how to design gim- gadgets. And um, if it's an aspect, um, there's there's a little section in there that covers how, how you know how many abilities it could have and gives you some suggestions to give you some ideas. It'll be abilities and all that come from being a stunt, probably a like personal artifact or something like that. In this case, it, mm-hmm. it, it falls under under mysteries. If you have it be both, then you have the stunt and the and the aspect. Then you have the uh, the, the the powers in that as defined through the like, stunt and then with the aspect it's either really hard to lose and if you do somehow lose the use of a temporary you get big points for it so, like like your good. car right so right. I want it right. oh this is what this is what I want it to do I want it to act like a regular camera but then somehow I want it to I want it to hypnotize and or stun the flash personal artifacts Smile, it's flash. Yeah, like bad guy, you know, bad guy. 
Ah, and then Smile, you're on camera. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, oh, oh, oh. Smile, you're on camera. Yeah, that's awesome. Could you, could you guys group together a little bit closer? I'm not getting you all in the <laughs> <laughs> when, when the flash goes off, that's when you roll the dice to see how many of them are drooling. I have to say they freeze instead of cheese. So that, I would like that. I would like to be able to work like a real camera, but also it could hypnotize or stun. Or if I had to choose one, probably stun, where you could get at least like a 30-second lead or something. Like it wouldn't freeze them for long, but it gives you that edge to get away. Yeah. <laughs> or stun them long down. enough for you to pull the comb out of your hair and rake it across their throat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's the, um Ender Mysteries, a personal artifact is treated as the magical magical item treated as a gadget with three improves. That sounds like the thing there. Uh, camera one improve would be one imprint possibly. Uh, two would be hypnotized. Three would be stunned. Hmm. Cool. Oh, okay. If so that I'll sounds right to you as well. And even takes a pretty good picture. It does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> camera hypnotized and or stunned. You don't have to worry about people moving in the middle of the shot or long exposure. <laughs> on the other hand, boy, Trixie will always on bring the other hand. clearest shot. <laughs> <laughs> does she understand on the other hand, why it does yeah. what it does, or is she just like, oh, well, this is a great camera? <laughs> That's what she well, it, it just started acting Can weird after I took that picture oh. of the two couples. <laughs> Or howling at the moon. <laughs> yeah. Now it turns it around and well, likes to take a picture of herself and she can stutter. <laughs> I was going to say that there is one other option. There's the the rare artifact. And that will let you once per session define the artifact as you want during the session with three Im- improvements. But it also has a like dark, dark past aspect to it. Well, that's appropriate. <laughs> and I'll let you all figure out which way you want to go with that one as far as you know, when you start working on, on this. The first way seems more in keeping with with how she got the camera because it started out as a normal True. camera. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then, and then it's it, trying to prove her story, it gets infested. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? Kind of reminds me of those uh, artifacts facts from the old um, um, uh, what was that name that TV series uh, was it Friday the 13th the TV series where they had to keep oh, yeah. getting all these haunted uh-huh. artifacts back yeah. yep. oh really yeah. oh how funny okay one more aspect and we're done just one more I've got a haunted camera and and nine Chupa camera can also have a negative aspect too that's what we were it, thinking. It yeah. could be tagged as a negative yeah. uh, um, if if she doesn't happen to notice that there's a window behind who she's taking a picture of. <laughs> oh, it could stun somebody else? Well, it could stun you. Oh, it could stun me. <laughs> if yeah. well, there's a, a mirror behind them. If there's yeah. a mirror or a window <laughs> or something that really reflects a lot of it. It only works if she has film. Ah, that too, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Ah. See, new aspect, though. New aspect. And whenever she stays in a hotel, there's mysteriously a dead goat outside every morning. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Ooh. horrible. 
Yes, I don't want to. Oh, poor little goats. I like goats with their long ears and their little nosy voices. Oh, that's <laughs> very upset that. Yes. <laughs> poor little goat. No dead chickens either. I like chickens with their little feathers and little, mm. and little pea brains, but so do a lot of people have little pea brains. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, she America's... has no sense of humor whatsoever. She has no what? Sense of humor. None. Oh. Oh, that. <laughs> you got to be perfect for Hank. Beautiful. Who can't tell a joke to save his life. Hmm. Every time he tries to tell a joke, she might think he's being totally serious. Really? <laughs> I don't Either know. That that or that off. I don't think I could pull yeah. it off. <laughs> no. I don't know, though. She has three brothers. It'd be hard to have no sense of humor if you had <laughs> No. I guess I really could, but someday I'll have to try being somebody with no sense of humor. Very literal. Yes. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I could do it. I'm I'd be like one of those excruciating actor exercises. How about an aspect called, you think that's funny? <laughs> Is that a skepticism thing? Oh, skepticism. Know. What about... No, we've got enough story. I'm sorry. I was going to say, what about something involving her leaning toward supernatural? You got enough reporter-related stuff in there, though. I don't know. Because it's just another way of saying the same thing about looking for a good story, even if I mean all you're doing is if you do a supernatural thing, also is narrowing it down. That, that or, you know, it's a nice uh, universal thing that fits, that might fit, was um, um, the, the unusual luck thing. Because hmm. that could be both good and bad. Oh, strange luck, right? right strange you, could luck. Have a, you could have an uh, aspect called just my luck. Yeah. Oh. For either way, you could use it. Good things happen. No, oh, just my luck. Or if something bad happens, then it's oh, it's just my brain connections or or any of that. Yeah. Yeah. Meet Mr. Wright and he's married, sort of thing. Sure. That would be a great uh, just my luck. All of that. That was it all the time. Or catch the last cab. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good uh, that. yeah. Or. Wow. Just happen to go inside just as the chupacabra runs by. <laughs> Find another fabulous fiance and have him blown up. Yeah, that all of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ow. Again, how many fiancés have I had? <laughs> Leave the poor guys alone. <laughs> just my luck. What about just their luck? <laughs> yeah, I love that. Just my luck. That could go either way. You're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And one of the things in this game that you can do is if you want the story to go a certain way, like if you want to, you can do what's called making declarations where you you say, um, like I was thinking of it from a linguistics point of view, if you encounter a tribe of natives and and you have, you being not Trixie specifically, I'm talking just a general character thing, if you encounter and you have a linguistic skill, you would make a linguistics role and you would be able to say, 
it just so happens that the language they're speaking is very similar to German, and I understand. <laughs> like, and if you wanted, in your case, you could say, in just my luck, their language happens to be. <laughs> you would be able to use that aspect to help you. Something I understand. It sounds like my grade school French. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hmm. Sounds similar to Canadian, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> twitch, twitch. <laughs> I think hmm. I understand what they're saying. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, I love those. Thank you, guys. That's yeah. been fabulous. Oh, Trixie's going to be a hoot now. Somebody has to sit here and remember how to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to figure out how we're going to... How did we deal with skills when only a few of us had the book? We did it off camera. Okay. We, yeah. we did it. Uh, we we. Um, I think Nikki, I sent you. Did I send you? I, I sent you the link to the. Uh, oh. You sent it was a big, long, satsi list of skills. That was part. That was. Um, it was one of the first links that was sent to me. For, I think. Uh, I think you did, and. I still have it. I just I will have to find it and go back. And I got hung up on on just thinking about the um, you know the bits, uh, yeah. the backgroundy bits. And actually, I got her name, and that was kind of what I thought. That's it. Not me, really. Pixie your heart, girl reporter. <laughs> Didn't need anything else. Um, we know what yeah, one of her senses. We know one of her five senses is going to be the artifact fish, and that with the camera. Yeah. I and she'll want us the one for weapons. You guys are breaking up. Yeah. Uh, Skill-wise, she'll want a little bit of uh, mysteries to make use of the uh, camera. All right. So I need mysteries. She's level. And weapons. And, and yeah, as you were saying, weapons will 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 work in with the. Uh, I. That one uh, portion of it. Uh, oh, I don't have the list of skills in front of me. Otherwise, I'm trying to find. Investi them. So sorry. Investigation is a skill of scammer. Right? Yeah, and she'll that'll probably be the superb one. She's girl reporter. Investigation. Yeah. Investigation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the way. Yeah, and, the and contacting probably too. Oh, that's true. Yeah, contacting. Uh, Doing it for, but uh, yeah, skills is the most crunchy bit. I think of skills and stunts are the crunchy bits of this system, and it's like once they're done, then it's you know they're easy to work with. But they were the part that took me the longest to go. Uh huh. Having to because you get the one. Superb skill on the two. I have to look at my thing. Mm -hmm. Next, uh, oh, yeah, it's, it's one at superb, two at great, three at good, four at fair, and five at average. Five at average. Mm -hmm. Okay, so one, two, three, four. So, so they go in descending order. Yeah, right. I I can send you. Uh, I will send you that uh, that link again. Right. Because this is something you know, I'm, I'm, I'm I have to take some time. I was looking in the wrong website. My wrong email. I'm going over this one. Yeah. Um, 
Should we should should we be fair and say athletics should go toward uh, close to the top? Because I always wished that I had put it <laughs> at least under great. Because every time you got to get out of the way of something, that's it, it, it's almost always an athletics role. But yeah, um, that's your dodge type yeah, of thing. So I kind of wish I hadn't put it at good. I wish I'd put it under great. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, well, it kind of would fit with your character concept to be a little higher on the scale, but with hers, that's, I've always, it's hard to, you know, you got your character concept versus what's good for the gaming aspect of it. And I, I, yeah, it's it, totally metagaming to, to, to push it up towards the top, but I always yeah. wish I had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so, only, if only. You yeah. know what, Marky Mark? I think I do need you to send it to me again because I'm finding everything. But yeah, I'll I will I find that again and I'll and I'll resend that link I'm to you. So that, uh, that's so It's not a no. Wait, I've got the problem. name. I've got the name. I have that part. That's important. <laughs> part of that. No, but, that was uh, me telling you I got the name. I was so proud. But I see where we did that. Wow, that was a long time ago, wasn't it? Here goes uh, Spirit of the Century. Woohoo! Uh, What, essentially, oh, I wanted what, to be a woman of a thousand faces assassin. <laughs> With my motto was going to be anyone, anywhere for the right price. <laughs> oh, I was going to be bad, bad guy. <laughs> oh, you could be your own work. You could be your own arch nemesis. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> but essentially, what what we've done tonight, Nikki, is everything that we all did as uh, as as uh, character for character creation in our first session. We did tonight with you, and we finished up creating our characters with the skills and stuff. Here's the Hank, uh, here's Hank Buchel's background sheet. I'm finding everything but the big. Boxes. Yeah, I sent you that as an example. You have of, all uh, of this fabulous stuff, and there's Reggie's book, right? Yep. There's everybody's book. <laughs> right. Ten aspects. There's your ten aspects. Your skills. You got fifteen skills. And so shall you. Oh no. And really? it's the selection. It's the selection of those skills. That's the point that you're at now, and that's the point all that right. we all did. Uh, so I need to go and sit stage. my butt down, and I will email it out to you guys so that you don't have to endure any more of this. <laughs> this is character Enough creation. This was the fun part. <laughs> and it has been a lot of fun. It has yeah. been fun. Oh, I love, I love, love, love what you all came up with. I really do. It's going to be great. <laughs> Yeah. So yes, I will sit down with the with the words and the and make up the skills and the stunt thingies. And cool. And Very excellent. Sorry about the power failure and dropping everybody. Oh no worries, it's all right. Luckily, it didn't last long. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised. I don't know what caused it. <laughs> I <laughs> never do in this neighborhood. Hey. Okay. Uh, so, uh, two weeks away. Are are we trying this again in two weeks? Is this is? Oh right. Uh, yeah. yeah when are we meeting? Yeah, that would that would be the I believe yeah, twenty weeks. Okay. Well, we can meet next week. Yeah, I'm not going to be here, so you guys. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm, I got this horrible tech thing starting up. Yeah, the twentieth is two weeks from today. The twentieth. All right. Is that okay for everybody? Yeah. For the moment. Yep, for me. Sounds good. I gotta brush up on my stunty rules. 
This this place runs strangely. It's actually it's uh it yeah, it goes tech for almost like ten days or some horribleness. Um so oh, first God. tech starts this a week from tomorrow. Is tomorrow Thursday? It is, right? Yeah. So so the tech thing actually starts on Thursday though, whatever that is. And it goes for a full week and then there's a preview and then it finally opens. Hmm. Um so Wednesday is technically yeah, a tech night. I don't know if I'll be able to walk away by then or not. I certainly hope so. Uh, I might just have to say, oh, sick, got to go. I'll come back later that night. You know, at the end, fine, tell mm. me what happened. Yeah, take a picture so, of him with uh, the camera. Yeah, hey, you know, if I do I can take that and ninja off for three hours. Check in later. Bye. So, but at this point in time, I fully expect to, to be with you all. Okay. Cool. Well, as per usually with any uh, with anybody, if that changes, just you know, shoot off an email and we'll, we'll oh, come, please, come up with an alternate all of this, If we can't actually get started, don't you want to just bang your head against the wall? Yeah. <laughs> just <so. laughs> because if we can't get started, we're still getting together because that'll give me an excuse to run the octane one shot that I've been wanting to run for somebody. Yeah. Excellent. Please, if, if I can't be there, please go on and do something fun. Okay, we have a backup yeah. plan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. You guys, yeah. Sure, we can't play. Fine. Promise? No, I shouldn't be hogging the GM spotlight. If anybody else wants, I just was saying that because I've been saying for like a while, I want to try Octane. I want to try Octane. Uh, you already volunteered. <laughs> <laughs> You're stuck. You can't back out now. <laughs> Okay. okay right, because good I'm you guys get to do most of the work. I just basically go do the setup and and do some hazard assessment. Everything else. Okay. Beauty of narrative control, baby. So, all right. Okay. Hopefully, talk to you guys in a couple of weeks. Eric, have a brilliant trip. Thank you. Heart is nearly complete, and 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 we're uh, we're looking forward to finding out what she does to kick ass. Yeah. Yeah. Or <laughs> definitely, not, as it were, depending on what her roles might be. Is it, mm -hmm. uh, oh, is this a D six game? Look at oh. me with the bingo D six. I am so down with the whole game and lingo thing. Oh, just for a clear answer, yes and no. <laughs> oh, well, not so much. What else do I need? I got to try use any one. dice. The reason, well, the reason yeah. that I said yes and no is you can use D6s. Mm -hmm. um, technically, it uses what are called fudge dice, but if you don't want to go out and buy fudge dice, that's fine. What the um, hell are they? They're, they're D6s, but instead of having one, two, three, four, five, and six on them, they've got two blank sides, two sides with a plus sign on them, and two sides with a minus sign on them. Oh, that's irritating, isn't it? <laughs> so what you can do is you could have one and two be representative of the minus, five and six be representative of the plus, and three and four on your, you know, they be just... 
Or I could do just it. take over some of my dice. How or many that. dice? Unless you want to go to your local neighborhood game store and pick up some fudge dice. Can you get them at your actually is a game store in, in Newark, and I went there looking for D20s, and I wound up getting one D20 from them and uh, a pack of, of uh, what was it? weren't exactly tarot cards, but it was like tarot cards, oracle oh. sort of cards. Mm. <laughs> so I walk in for uh, a, a die that cost about 79 cents, and I walk out of the 20 I think it was knocked out. Because I always get um, my 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 uh, divinatory 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 systems. I always ins- I collect them, but I insist that they be on sale. So I think this thing was twenty percent mm-hmm. off. Still, so I've got cut rate oracles. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> How much can you? Know? <laughs> so yeah, I think I can make it back over there and see if they have fudge dice. I will ask and I will say. Yeah. Like, I don't what does it need? Them. Four of them, right? Yep. Yeah. Four. Yep. Thank you. If you can get them D6s, yeah. just I think that's yeah. That's, Adam was using yeah. D6s. I think you still are, aren't you? Yeah, I never got fudge dice. I've still been using this, uh, the D6s. Sure. Okay. Well, I have those. Yeah. I do have those. If uh, I can't see the other ones. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, I guess. And I'll type. I'll type all this up, and and you pro- probably have it all written down too. But who is the keeper of stuff? Do do I send it to? Uh, Eric and Anna, or everybody, or well, you'll you definitely want... want to send a copy to Eric. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Any, many thanks. And on uh, on the, the note about system and dice and all of that, I should note that when I do run Fringeworthy here after uh, Andros does his, I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and try to use D20. I'm going to go ahead and, and try to use D20 Modern. I'm hoping that in the time between the one shot and Andros's game and that, that I'll have time to, to simplify it a lot. Mm. Um, so I'll, you know, so that, you know, we don't have all the really picky stuff that we really have to mess with and hopefully we can get started a bit quicker as far as that goes. But, it, but that does need like the like full polyhedral set if you have access to that. Mm. Is that, and, is like, that said, that's, like seven dice? Like one's the triangle, one's the D20, right, yeah. one's the D12 or whatever? I think I yeah. actually have that. Isn't cool. that crazy? Cool. Yeah, I think. <laughs> they usually sell them like in a box, yeah. I, yeah. I don't have a matching set, but I have this. I forgot. I found my, my bowl of dice sitting around for years and years and years. Somebody gave them to me a long time ago. Oh, nice. And I found the bowl, and it's got like one of all kinds of stuff. Slick. Cool. On the other hand, I found some with the clear aqua purple sparkly bits that are in a set, and I think I need that. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So you, you have your very own bucket of dice. There you go. Small bucket. <laughs> More like a mug. Mug o' dice. Mark, you wanted to make mention of a MySpace page, you said? Ah. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, yeah, just secondary as far as the, the, the D20 modern thing, uh, that is also an OGL game, so you can find the SRDs around somewhere to kind of get the, the basics of what differences there might be with that and others. Uh, the MySpace page I found is uh, myspace.com slash musical. I missed some of that. Could you say it again? This, uh, myspace.com slash musical. Oh, okay. Charlemagne. Yeah, it dropped out on the char part. I heard the main part. But uh, not the yeah. 
Charlemagne. Uh, basically, this is a, 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 a concept album with original words and symphonic metal music being put together by Christopher Lee. Christopher oh, wow. Lee. Wow. Is that who I think it is? No way. Yeah. Christopher yes, Lee, actor, Hammer Lee. Films actor? Actor. Yes. Holy crap. Yes. The <laughs> uh, yeah, album supposed to release on March fifteenth, from what this is is saying, and he's got the like MySpace page and all of of that. I read about this on uh, RPG dot net earlier. Does anybody else think that this is like alternate universe stuff? <laughs> that is just too weird to actually be happening in this continuum. I, uh, I hope when I'm 89 or 90 or however old he is, I'm as active as he is right now. Jesus Christ. He's 87. Wow. He's 87. Not no oh, at all. And, uh, yeah, and there's also the link to the actual website there. There is a filamineproductions.org. Oh, I got I got that up. And so it's been running somewhere? Yeah. Is it in England that they're doing this? Uh, Oh no no it's a it's a like concept album that he's, he's doing it's supposed to release on March fifteenth it's oh, called it's Charlotte an album. Main, but it's, it's not attached to a, a stage show yet oh, no there not, it is not as far as, as I know hmm. I just found it well chess started yeah, like yeah. that chess started out as an album and then got uh, mounted as a stage production who did so, chess I oh, think chess. they sold it as oh, an, did album it really start as an album first. Yeah, really? and the, I did not know that. There it is, Charlemagne. The video results. <laughs> video results for Christopher Lee on Charlemagne. Oh, he has a little interview, six-minute interview on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That's I like that picture days. of him. Wow. Yeah, he's still doing that beard thing, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I told him Charlemagne. <laughs> Google has been Charlemagne. That's yeah, pretty bad. The, uh, the MySpace page and the actual site is, I mean, of course, uses his pictures from Star Wars and from Lord of the Rings. So. Uh, <laughs> cool. I wonder what it sounds like. I just thought that was, I just thought that was neat. And he's supposed to have samples somewhere in here, but I don't know exactly where those and they have no script running on the uh, actual page here, so they may well be on the MySpace page, and I just can't see them. Hmm. It's worth checking it's, out. Uh, it says symphonic metal music. So. <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's a YouTube video called Heavy Metal Will Never Die by Christopher Lee. <laughs> okay. There wow. I thought, no, there's not. I thought You're that making was, that up. It, wait until that page finishes loading. You'll find it there. I haven't even. I, I, I thought that was. Yeah, I thought that was that was kind of neat, though. And I thought you you guys might get oh, a. Sorry, you're talking both. Shut up, Christopher Lee. Shut up, Christopher Lee. There is. <laughs> <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> it talks about his upcoming there album, Charlemagne, by the Sword and the Cross. Ah. King of the Franks, the bloody verdict of Verdun finale. So they do, they have little uh, snippets. Uh, wacky. All right, don't tell me and anything. Then I want to go check it out piano, myself. guitar solo collection, but I don't, and Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's him. 
Or perhaps it is. Who knows? That would be an interesting collaboration. Yeah, or something. Believe it, Lady Gaga. <laughs> Together again. Who'd have thunk it? Well, okay. thank you for sharing that, Mark. That's pretty fabulous. Yeah, excellent. Cool. Oh, wow, huh. folks, we're 25 after 10 here. Yeah, yeah. Good night, so everybody. We, we should probably cut this in so long. Yeah. All right. Bye. See you guys in two guys, weeks. Stay safe. Yep. Have a great time. Okay. Good two night, weeks, folks. everyone. Take care. Yep. There's a little red phone. <laughs> bye bye. Good night, John boy. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, everybody. Take See you later. Bye. And there it was. Quite a bit of material that Nikki came up with. Uh, before we even got started, which was extremely helpful because she knew where, where she wanted to go, what direction she wanted to go in, who she wanted to play. And I, I think it was a fine idea on Eric's part, on Blind Geek's part, to, uh, to make it a group effort to flesh out that character and really, really uh, integrate her with the rest of the characters that we've been used to playing with. And so it happened and there it was. Went on a few tangents here and there, I guess you noticed. But that's all a part of uh, just us getting together and, and doing what we do. Hope you liked it. Please, uh, please download the next episode of The Gutter Skypes. I don't know what specifically it's going to be, but it will be episode 41. And that was it. So until then, thanks again, and see you then. <laughs>